every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I got my man in the studio back. Oh, yeah. Mr. MTI. What's happening? And we've got coming into the studio, I've got uh, Cole from New Millennium just rolling in, which I have to say, he wouldn't be coming in normally, but somehow this Google Doc got leaked. And so when the Google Doc got leaked, there was like, I mean, we literally were 2.30 in the morning, 3 in the morning, sitting around making up like, yeah, and then we'll have him, and then we'll have him. and That's funny. And then we don't even know where that Google Doc Only you. So we know where the leaker's at. So oh, yeah. If I was, if I was the president, <laughs> life would be good, first of all, let me tell you right now. <laughs> believe right? me. Believe me. It would be great. But on top of that, I would know who the leaker is right now. I'd be like, MTI. Yup. That's me. So anyway... Apparently there was some guest called Salen, which I have no idea what that even even means. Did yeah, you? no, I didn't. No, no, it was very weird. It was a weird one. It was one of those like I looked at this thing and said, "Who the fuck is Salen?" Right. And one, I don't think New Millennium's coming on the show because they were just at a show. Mm. And uh, but I had, I just told Cole to come down anyway. And they had some gifts for me too, so I said, "Perfect. Come on through. Bring gifts. Yeah. You know, bring something to smoke, obviously, and uh, come hang out. And then." I got Rev P is going to be in the studio later too, uh, and Rev P is representing Trog, Trog artist, the artist known as Trog. Oh, okay. Look him up, artist Trog, not Trog the movie. Uh, and Trog is out of Australia. He does all that really killer, um, very uh, kind of like Big Daddy Roth style, where it's like the big, you know, the eyeballs popping out of heads and monsterish and kind sure. of like that vibe. But he's got, I mean, he has his own style, obviously. But he just created this coloring book, which is crushing it right now. Ah, okay. And he's uh, going to do a show at some place called So I. I don't know where it's at. Nice. Now, right. if you guys want to check it out, uh, www.facebook.com slash art of trog, T R O G. Cool shit. And he's always, and it, like, literally, he's been doing this forever. Well, not forever, but for a while now. And once you see it, you're like, oh, that's trog. We know trog. Yep, trog, trog, for sure. And he's definitely... Uh, That's dope. It's very, it's very much like uh, Freak Brothers modern sort of vibe. You know what I mean? It's like... Totally. It's exactly like that. I'm drinking some dandelion and burdock, dude. I'm going out. Yeah, a, I'm going on a limb now. I'm getting crazy. It's pretty good, actually. Never even heard of that. That's cool. It's tasty. Looks like beer. Does not taste anything like beer. Perfect. But psychologically, I'm still there. Um... <laughs> And we got calling in Mosca from Mosca Seeds. We're going to have, uh, uh, well, I say Mosca, but we'll have him call in and give us the uh, the officials. Uh, and we're going to talk about some new drops from him. He's got some new femmed stuff. And then, of course, the 420, James Bean man on the scene, as usual. Nice. And he will bring in Mosca, I believe. So he will probably... 
bring him in on a three-way and then, you know. Got it. Get back to work, I hope. Or just <laughs> hang in there and just, like, mumble stuff like he usually does. Right. That's all right. It's fine. <clears throat> so, uh, oh. did you see that news thing about the, they figured out that stoners walk differently? Did you see that thing? No, I didn't see that yet. I forgot who posted it. Somebody posted it. I think it was either Steven or Steven or some. I think it was. It was and he basically uh, posed, posted this thing, and it was really weird. It was like, we swing our arms. We don't move our shoulders as much, but we swing our arms or something. I don't know. I was like, I have to really think about that one. That was a, weird. Did you see it? it no, nah, I can't find it. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, it was a weird. I was expecting something a little more. It was like, yep, stoners walk differently. Strange, right? But I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start looking. At yeah, it. no. I'm gonna start looking at. It. If I find it, I'll let you know. Uh, it's on. Yeah, it's it's definitely on the Adam Dunn Show's uh, oh, okay. Facebook page, I believe. So yeah, we should actually have it right in front of us. But whatever. Oh, here you go. You got to go through all this. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah. Um, actually, let me see. I might just be able to pop that up too. Um, what else? Oh, there was another. There was another cra- crazy. Some other news, new stuff. Let's see. Um, let's see. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, no. Yep. Here it is. Boom. So, independent in UK, cannabis smokers walk differently, right? So it's on our site. I mean, for anybody who listens to the show, has already read this thing because it's on our fucking page. But right, it it appears to subtly change the way people walk. A new study claimed. And so they tend to move their shoulders less, but their elbows more as they walk. I don't know. Have you noticed? It's kind of a weird one, right? They have to put those little um, computer things all over you and have you walk around and right. analyze all that shit to, to really... They have to, to put get... some stoners in video games like they do the NFL people, put all the balls all over, the, wear that suit of balls or whatever so that they can track their movement. The problem is, that, problem is here, though. The differences uncovered were small. And were observed in people who smoked a light or moderate amount. So really, that doesn't even say anything. Then at that point, it means right. that it means that those people are awkward because they don't smoke enough. They should be smoking more, <laughs> and then they just be normal again, right? I mean, that's all it seems like. It seems like people who would be if it's people who are lightly smoking, and, it, and is it when they're high or is it when they're all the time? Like, does it change the way you walk? Because I don't think I walk differently when I'm stoned. Do you? No, have you ever noticed it? No, I've never really. I mean, I've been paying attention to my posture a lot lately because yeah. I met with a massage therapist that's like helping me fix a lot of that. But it sucks when you hang out with people that are like, too, doop, 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 and you're like, oh, uh, I know, yeah, because you're, like, oh, you're just so used to your own little right like, <laughs> sagging into yourself. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> no, it is one of those things. Why? Well, I, I now that I got my kid, of course, I'm watching him and his posture. Uh-huh. Like when he's feeling, he uses his posture as a sort of way to tell you how he's feeling. Like so, if he's sad, he goes straight to like the head head bent over, bad right. posture look. So it sucks because it's like you'll know it's not like he's got bad posture. It's like he's literally just you know telling you, right? I'm pissed off and I'm sad because <laughs> normally it's pretty good, right? But uh, yeah. Something to look, think about. It's good when you actually uh, understand that early enough to make it work. Because if you wait until you're actually fucked and then you start thinking about it, it's so hard to go backwards. Like, oh yeah, now I'm going to fix my thing I've been doing wrong for 45 years or something. You know what right. I mean? It's like that's really pretty hard to do. Yep. But you can. I mean, you know, fight and grab. But I hate when people overdo it. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Like when they're like, 
Like you're like, all right, I understand. You got great posture. <laughs> do you really need to show me like that? Like it's just too, there's too straight. Right. You know. Yeah, there can be. The chakras are way too open, bro. For sure. It's like, come on now, close a couple. <laughs> At least you know, tighten it up, tighten it up. Um, so that was one, and what was the other? It was something else? So I don't believe it, but whatever. I think it, I. To be quite honest, that's all I think it is. I think it's they picked out a bunch of lame people who don't smoke enough weed, told them to smoke weed, and, and watched them walk, and they were really awkward. Right? right. Wouldn't that be? I mean, come on, come on. Now. Sounds about right to me. Because it says it makes it sound like if you smoke weed, then you do this. It's like no, that's not really. That is not. Yeah, we should see some. Like, maybe we should do a extensive like, Adam Dunn show study on it. That's it. Well, my studies would have zero scientific backing at all. <laughs> that's that's the part. I mean, I might have some guy who's more scientific than me, but. <laughs> when it came down to the fucking nuts and bolts, it'd be like, this is completely unscientific, but realistic <laughs> at the same time. And usually, I wouldn't say we'd always be right, but we'd probably be right, just because a lot of this shit is very predictable, you know? <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Am I on? Oh, yeah, I am on. Dude, look, I'm live. I can't believe it. Live. I know it's not great, but the picture should be slightly better because uh, we, we found out there was a super high technical problem going on, which was called clean the fucking lens once in a while. So we were like, whoa, look, it looks better. It was like, yeah. Kind of like with your iPhone, you know, when you're taking photos, and especially with weed photos. I'll be taking photos. I'll be like, God, this is terrible. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, how come it's so bad? And then you go to clean your lens and you're like, bing, the shit's like HD perfect again. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, if you see a slight improvement, I wouldn't say a big one, because now that I look at it, it looks shitty again, too. So, one day, one, that's, you don't, actually, you know, the thing is, people will appreciate shitty lenses soon, because they're so good now. Oh, yeah. And who the fuck wants to see all the details anyway? You know I mean? Yeah. No one really needs to see me any better than they see me at this point, because sure. I'm just better blurry, a little blurry on the edges. Some things are not meant for HD. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, let's see, let's see, well, what other, got that scandalous thing going on with, uh, Richard Stone or whatever his name is at that, uh, conference in, coming up in LA. Hmm. I'm supposed to speak at it too, that's really funny. So oh, I, really? Everyone's backing out, and I'm like, oh, great, that's, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. <laughs> uh, we'll see, we'll probably end up backing out too, but. Yeah. You know, that's one of those you, you know the guy? Um, Not exactly. Uh, no, he's a advisor to. He was an advisor to Nixon and oh. Reagan and all the Republicans all the way down the line, pretty much. But he's like a real showboaty kind of idiot. He's got like a tattoo of Nixon on his back. It's, it's like, really? He's just yeah. He's, he has a Nixon bong too, so he's a smoker. What the right? fuck? But he, that's his whole thing. Is he's, he says he's a smoker. He's like he's an advocate and he's. Forward legalization, and he wants to bring it, bring it. But you know, I don't. I just, wow. But he brought, he created Trump. Uh, like he's the guy who literally said, hey, "You know what? You should probably run." Oh wow! And Trump was like, "Nah, nobody's gonna like me. Nah, I'm just happy doing it." He's like, "No, no, we could groom you," and he kind of groomed him for the position, and then nailed it. You know, and wow. created it. So anyway, he's a speaker at this thing, so it's gonna be. That's crazy. It's gonna be an. No matter what, it's going to be scandals. I'm surprised they just didn't get rid of the guy, though, and just be like, you know what? It's not really worth all this hassle. But in the end, they kept him on. I guess they'd have to pay him anyway, and he's probably a stickler. Like, he's probably one of those guys like, you're giving me the 20 grand no matter what. Right. Damn. All right. Well, fuck it. You're speaking. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, we can't pay the 20 and not have him speak. 
I don't know. It's going to be weird. Going to be weird. Yep. So, um, any other can of swag? There was something. There was another There was another article that came out, and now I can't. Of course, I'm not, not very savvy and trying to look up shit and talk, because then it turns into this worse than it is now. Let's we'll see what we can <laughs> do. Which is hard to do, but, you know, might as well try. Wow. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Nothing. We got nothing. Um, it's good to see a lot of good. I mean, I see some some serious crops going in this year finally with some quality looking CBD plants I see going on everywhere. Like everywhere, you know. This is going to be it's going to be an interesting year with the whole CBD. Right. I mean, I'm predicting crash in the obviously in the prices is going to go nuts. You know, because right now it's it's been dropped by half in the last year maybe right you know what i mean so yep. like it was 20 and now it's 10 and then it goes you know it just kind of moves steadily downhill and then it's seven five and then it's six and it's five soon it'll be three you know it's just like ding 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 boom <laughs> down to like and it'll be but it's just also if you can keep up it's still worth it because at the end of the day you know it's still worth more than most other things and you feel good doing it. You know what I mean? It's like one of those, like, so there'll always be somebody doing it. It's not right. like no one's going to give up, even though the price, but a lot of people will. I mean, a lot of people have to. They're just going to figure out, like, holy shit, you think someone, oh, man, look at all these other people. I didn't realize they were doing it. It's right. Like, yeah, they are. <laughs> like, so many other people doing it. So, but, you know, it's it's also going to come down to quality, and it's going to come down to the strain selection from the beginning that's the mm-hmm. and that's where i think a lot of people also fucked up because there's a lot of people who just took it um you know took someone else's work and that's just went by the numbers because it's all number game and they're turning it into distillate anyway so they don't really care but it's kind of weird how shit kind of carries all the way through like if it's good product it doesn't matter if it's turned into isolate distillate oil you know uh, any kind of extract along the way it's always good right take something that's really bad you might be able to fake it fake it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like everybody's like well it's so clean it's like 99 but yeah sure mm-hmm. but it's still derived from shitty material you know right. what i mean so mm-hmm. there's always that so it's always going to be that but it's gonna be harder and harder to convey that to that final person because that final person is going to be always thinking like price 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 you know that's just it like how much yeah so Hopefully, you know, there'll be the organic will, again, as we always harp on, will win somehow and get in there. Yeah, speaking of strain selections, did you hear about uh, Netflix uh, putting out 10 different weed strains named after some of their shows and stuff? And I did. What did, what did, the, did they talk about the names yet? Or Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's oh, yeah, I saw that, like. Yeah. <laughs> and the strains were given special names based on shows like Banana Stand Kush, named after the Bluth family restaurant in, a, in mm-hmm. a Arrested Development. Uh, Prickly Muffin, named after the first season of uh, first season episode of BoJack Horseman. And Posey Write It, which is in honor of Orange is the New Black. So, yeah. But yeah, I guess they're going to be released somewhere in uh, Hollywood. There's a store, West Hollywood Alternative for Herbal Health. Services dispensary is going to be uh, releasing these limited ten strains. So, yeah, I did hear that actually. That's, yeah. I mean, that's so LA. It's it's like it's so LA and so Hollywood. Oh yeah, right. Absolutely. It's just funny that. Well, oh, did you watch Disjointed yet? Obviously, then I watched a I watched a little bit of it. Uh, we just kind of put it in the background, and it was just yeah. I heard a great description for it. It's 
a show about people who smoke weed by people who don't smoke weed for people who don't smoke weed. There you go. Very, <laughs> very good description. Yeah, it was. It's funny, of course, to see certain things, and they definitely like. I love certain characters are kind of funny, like they're the the the, the stoner couple, the black guy and the chick. They're the best right. part. Of the show. Whenever they whenever there are dabs and what what is it? You remember the names? You don't remember? The names. No, I don't remember anyway, any of their names. No, exactly. <laughs> dabs and something. And then they have their own, um, they have their own YouTube channel, and that's just oh hilarious. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That part to me is hilarious, right? Because it's always messed up. It always like, oh, and they're just yeah, they're just ridiculous. And that character, those characters are actually kind of funny, you know. And then it is funny to see, like, there's there's definitely bits and pieces of every little stoner that we know. They're, they've they did a decent job of making up a fucking staff that looks pretty typical, like let's say. But then of course. As usual, they always kind of like cheesed it up a little bit too hard, and then, uh-huh. but the dispensary looked actually pretty pretty authentic. Like I was like, oh, that right. was, that's pretty good. They did a good set design, you know what I mean? Like set design was was pretty on point. I thought it was pretty funny how people could smoke in there too. Like, <laughs> well, that's Cali though. You can still do that. Oh, now. really? Yeah, there's still. Smoke. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what's so. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. There's places. There's places still that don't. You know, they actually let you do it. There's some, most of them not legally, then, but there is some. But yeah, it's a little bit like classic where they all smoke on the roof. They smoke on the everywhere. It's like, right. yeah, we you know, it's we don't you know most most run places, most smartly run places aren't letting people smoke anywhere. Obviously, they can't. But but if they, even if they could on the premises, they wouldn't let you smoke on the roof. To you know, I mean, just whatever. Mm-hmm. If there's some, there's some. Uh, some valor to it, but at the same time, I think it's kind of, it is definitely like, I went through them pretty quick, just had them in the same deal, put them, like, at a certain point, I wasn't paying attention, I was on my computer, right. and I was like, oh, yeah. oh, that was kind of funny. You know, there was a few... Those animated scenes were kind of crazy. The animated scenes are cool, but they're totally ridiculous, too. It's, a, right. like, it's like one of those, like, yeah, I wish I had weed that made me, monsters eat me, and me fucking, too. Rawr, I mean, like, it's like, bigger than a DMT trip, but I was like, that guy's fucking going off right the black guy right yeah it's always a black guy right yeah yeah yeah. i think because i think he's got ptsd right exactly so he goes into a little trip every time well those are actually that animation is really cool totally and the commercials are dope yeah those are pretty that's actually the best part it's It's like every time the commercials come on i was like that's pretty funny and a couple of them i'm like damn somebody's gonna do that you know what i mean like the shaving cream i was like oh yeah someone's on that already someone's like shaving cream we can do that you know what i mean of course because why not fucking throw it in there that's funny so there is some Oh, the, and the lawyer was actually a good one. Did you see the lawyer when you, if your pizza's late by 45 minutes? <laughs> no. Like, your pizza's late by 45, give me a call. <laughs> and it was like, that, that was actually a good one. I thought that was pretty funny. That was, That's funny. Anyway, disjointed, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Watch it, I guess. Yeah. We're not saying it's good. We're just saying watch it. It's all laugh tracky. Very laugh track. That's the weird part. It's like, wow, this, that's the funny part. The first episode, I was just like, this is weird to be watching a weed show with a laugh track and right. know that it's just like it's gotten to that point. You're like, fuck, really? <laughs> it has gotten to that point. Um, let's do a uh, quick shout outs, I guess. Oh, and okay. uh, that way, when I think I think uh, Cole's going to be here, he said between three thirty and four anyway. So okay. we will uh, do our little. Commercials. Cool. I've been listening to so much, uh, uh, so much other podcasts lately, and listening to all the read, reads and stuff. And it's always right. so funny because it's all written out and really, you know, yeah, they're forced to. And you're like, oh. totally. <laughs> yeah. One day we were going to be forced to read stuff, but 
Until that time, we're just going to make up shit, make it sound good. But at the same time, straight from the heart, right. <laughs> as you know. Totally. Uh, new millennium, just like that. Um, we've been using it now like three years, I said, my mom, me and my mom. And everybody at our spot. And it's fucking rock solid formula. And it's been even getting better just recently because, like everything, you tweak it along the way and adjust. Um, they have a real simple sort of formula as far as the timing where you got the seasons are in, in, in effect. So starting in the spring and working your way into summer, going into the fall and the winter, boom, you know, you get, you know, you run control and, uh, also just for flavor enhancement and just kind of got everything dialed up just because, the, like I said, the guys who are behind it are seasoned professionals and they have been doing this for a long time and, this this is kind of their answer to commercial home from anywhere from home to commercial and by commercial we mean you know large scale commercial obviously and keeps it simple uh, never more than like four four items at one time usually so it's there's like a nine piece it's like a nine piece total but four at one given time so it's very uh, precise and uh, also super economical too which is great because I mean it's one of those things at the end of the day you start to figure it out because you're like okay, I spent this much, and I got that much. It's like that simple, you know. And it definitely pays for itself in that in that department, which is awesome. And um, just in the, you know, getting a reputation for flavors and things like that. What's that? Now the, the, the chat gang's talking smack, saying that we probably actually like that show with how much we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just... That's uh, hilarious. It was, it, 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 was, it was funny for a second here and there, but it was, it was definitely not a very... Uh, good representation of stuff. It's a yeah. classic. It's a classic. Right. We're all lazy and stupid yeah. and whatever, you know. That's as usual. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> newmillenniumnutrients.com. Yeah, newmillenniumnutrients.com if you want to check out uh, the locations and uh, also just find out about this product and get it, get it. And if you're really, really, if you're a listener and you're really, really interested, just drop us a line because uh, we are passing your info on to them and they are definitely uh, going to get you guys some samples to try. So, New Millennium Nutrients. And they're going to give some more stuff away. I bet when he gets here, he's going to be having a list. Maybe. Maybe not, though, because he didn't really plan on it, so we don't know. We don't know. But I know in the future, he's definitely going to, when they have some new products, they're ready for some big, big drops. And oh, our guys over at Build a Soil. I'll talk to Jeremy <coughs> after the show. And, yeah, it looks like you know, we'll get him back on soon, too, because there is lots. We have lots more to talk about. Um, but yeah, if you haven't... Uh, listen to if you're just a new listener and listen only like was it last week or week before when was it last week was it, it was last week last week yeah. so long ago. was it last week or last month yeah, it, was last it, was. Week. it was last week um, we had Jeremy on the show and uh, but if you can go back into the archives you will find a ton of Build a Soil shows because we've had Jeremy on breaking it down for everybody which he loves to do and the last show was more of just kind of an update and see what he's up to but you can also just give him a shout at buildasoil.com and check out the website and you know, message that way and or call him at uh, 1-8-855-877-SOIL. Eight, 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 <laughs> Incredibles. Edibles. Best edibles here in Colorado, now in Nevada, California. They are the most consistent and best in-house grown top to bottom product out there and, and in general if you really just want to have uh, you know consistent flavorful and 
also expand, ever expanding menu of great edibles. Use contact incredible dot com, and uh, you can also get a store finder there, and you can check out where they are located and see if they are near you. And if they're not, what the hell, what the hell. Well, mm-hmm. probably you're in a state that they can't be, but they have a black label in house, which is also guaranteed. Uh, you know super high quality because it's coming from their gardens and they have also their yellow gold label which is in-house stuff from the place that you are standing in at that exact moment in time i love that orange soda oil that they oh come out God. with i yeah. know that's so. always that's just sold out before it even starts right yeah so uh yeah check out their website and uh yeah give them a, give them a shout cuz uh, they are the bomb Sure. I love incredibles.com. That's it. And of course, seats here now. The gold standard of genetics. You know, the best uh, place to pick up genetics here in America. And you can hit them up at seatsherenow.com to see all the greatest specials. I think he's doing a crazy $98 special on everything right now. It doesn't matter what it was. If it was 200 bucks, it's 98 bucks. If it was 500 bucks, it's 98 bucks. He's going nuts. So, you should definitely check out that right now if you're interested in picking up some stuff. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's it's like it's like literally like the dollar store, but it's a ninety-eight dollar store. So you got to, you got to like you know have a few more dollars on you when you go there. But uh, in the seed world, that can be a super bonus. And uh, you know, like always, the best service, the best uh, return policy. If you have any issues, you give them a call. They'll you know. Get you, you know, hook you up with some new genetics, of course, and uh, let you try again. Because usually, you know, I'm not going to say it's your fault, but I'm telling you, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. There's sometimes, you know, it's fucking luck of the draw. It's seeds. Uh, when you sell seeds, you're, you know, selling. When I used to work for Census Seeds back in the day, and people would come in and say that something didn't sprout, and they would be like, yes, that's why we gave you, uh, you know, extra two seeds in the pack. And they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, they were. Because they always would overpack them. Like, you Say 10, there'd be 12, you know, sometimes. And they do sure. that a lot of times in the beginning. And if not, they'd just be like, yeah, it's living material. What can I do, you know? And they'd be like, wow, come on. You give them some seeds. And they right. were super tight. I mean, they were Dutch. And the Dutch are, like, tight as shit. Right. So they were like, mm, maybe, all right. You know, and it was like, struggle to give them a pack, <laughs> you know. And it, that's not the way it should be. It should be no. like, hey, you bought something. You're not happy with it. Boom, we give you a new pack. Having said that, don't be an asshole about it, right? Because that's, we don't, we don't need that. Like, Absolutely not. Didn't, uh, yeah, I just grew them all out, totally flowered great, and I just need some more new ones because I don't really like it, like that kind of shit. Nah, come on now. But even if then, I think he would still hook you up. But in general, seedsherenow.com is your one-stop shop. But you can also go to seedaholics.com uh, and check out there. Uh, you can go first to Seeds Here Now and just jump on right over to it. I'm sure there's a little link there. Um, yep, it's under auctions. Bam, auctions. Hit that hit that link, and then you are over at Seedaholics. Mm-hmm. And at Seedaholics, you can get crazy deals and crazy, like, one-offs and last packs and lost packs and kind of just all those things. You were like, what? I didn't think that was gone. And it's like, yeah, we found 10 packs that were, you know, never fucking sent out in a box that we didn't realize because that's what happens, you know? Crazy shit. Yeah. Or just, you know cleaning out your drawers and you're like whoa holy shit found one of those so you can find some crazy one-offs like i said and uh, bid on them 
And also, uh, later on when we have Mosca on, he is going to be having a big drop, I believe, right now with them. A bunch of new femme stuff that apparently is crushing it. Sounds like we got a coal in the house, I think. Could be. Could be. Sounds like a coal. Could be a rev. We'll see. It's a coal. It is a coal. Good. Sit here, sit here, wherever you want. You can switch it up. Were you here? Were you there last time? I think I was there last time. Yeah, so why don't you switch it up? Let's see which side. We will know which side is your better side by the end of the show. Good, man. Good to see you, man. We'll be like, Cole needs to sit on that side because now we realize that this side he looks really terrible. No, we're just, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. So, uh, welcome to the show, Cole. You weren't even like, like I said, it was just like you know, you're you're lucky. You're lucky get. You're lucky that some of the people are so they don't even they want to know so bad what's who's going to be on the show that they've gone through detective mode and actually <laughs> got him to share Google Docs that we, me and James Bean, never even finished. We just sort of started one day at three in the morning in his you know hotel room like after a trade show and like oh yeah you should start figuring out your next photo and we started and I think this was like where we ended maybe somewhere. Okay. So we actually like. Never contacted you guys, and then I was like, oh, man, they're at a trade show. They're probably not going to even be ready. But like, you know, any Friday when you have an offering to go out of the office, you might want to pick that offering up if you had to work. Were you working? Uh, I was working, man. It was a little bit of a catch-up morning, of course, from being gone for a few days. But like I said, man, getting out of the office to come do the show with you, that's a no-brainer. There you go. That was a good – see, it's always a good excuse where you're like, yeah, I'll do that. Here, let's take this bag away since it's so it's, it's, Safeway's not paying me shit. So we'll just put it here. I like your style, man. I like your style. Fuck, fuck Safeway. Yeah, we'll just – it's like, whoa, what's in that bag? That's all the people are going to start asking. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? What's in the bag? You can always pull out what's in the bag, but – so, uh, how what show we were at? Oh yeah, this is the show I'm really interested in actually because it's got nothing to do with what we normally go to, right? Wasn't it like some weird garden or somehow a petty pet show and garden show or something like that? Yeah, yeah, it was. We were kind of out there checking out the uh, the home and garden pet show, and it was it was good, man. We weren't directly displaying any of our five A topics or our uh, brands that we kind of mainly push, but we were out there. Uh, getting education a little bit, hanging out with some uh, some coworkers and a few of the bosses, and just kind of checking out Vegas for a few days, and you know, just as much as anything, kind of seeing what uh, other people are having to offer, what's new, what's good, what's different, um, just trying to stay relevant and, and up to date, you know. So uh, when you say garden, you don't mean like it's really like very very garden garden. It's what you're talking about more home home garden stuff. Uh, yeah, a great question actually. So they're. There were quite a few just actual garden companies that, you know, companies that we don't really see a whole lot of, uh, even even some really abstract stuff like lawn gnomes and, and other stuff that really has nothing with our industry. Well, that's um, what I would expect. I would expect mostly lawn gnomes <laughs> and hardly any industry people at a garden right. at a garden and pet. You know, I would be like, whoa, there is actually, look, here's fucking General Hydro, and then you guys are over there. And it was General there? Was all these big rigor companies there too, or...? No, not really, yeah. man. They were pretty so Hawthorne f- Group did not come through with a fucking thing at the actual garden thing. This was not their show, man. Wow. This was not their That's show, weird. yeah. That's weird. You'd think that they would be like, like that'd be their shit, because like, it'd be like more fringish and kind of like the half step over and not the full step and not at the like, whoa, we smoke weed show. It's more like the, uh, oh, that was the other thing. I went, Bam, now I remember the news. 
comes back to me. Was that fucking Vegas is now going to ban all cannabis? Wants to ban all cannabis conventions now? Did you hear that? Wow, really? <laughs> no, that'd well, be that's crazy. Like, yo, well, they were just like, this is not. Yeah, they were like really pissed off about it, and like, it, yeah, they were like saying anything that was cannabis related, they're trying to trying to ban them from the casinos, it's like, because it's not federally fucking mandated yet. It's like, I, are you kidding me right now? Yeah, that seems a little strange. I mean, I can see where they're coming from, I guess, as far as the laws and everything else, but with the but you're recent, Vegas, you do yeah, what you want. Recent change in laws there, of course. I mean, that was it was kind of a trip, man. I've been to Vegas for a little bit, and there's people smoking weed everywhere there right now, man. It's oh like yeah, everywhere. Yep. Yeah, they're just pissed off, and that's the funny part is, it's like you know, um, T-shirt that I saw that I loved was, if you don't smoke cannabis, you're not going to like the future, you know. And it was just such a poignant, perfect kind of thing because it's really true. Like if you don't. If you hate weed, like if you just hate it, I hate weed. You know, it's like wow, you gotta have. A, you hope you die soon because it's gonna get really hairy for you. Like it's gonna get worse and worse and worse. No, it's gonna be a hard time for the people that are. You know, again, not that we care if you're uh, not a, a cannabis consumer. That's not the the issue. But if you're, you know, like you're saying, really you're against hater. cannabis, you're a hater. yeah, yeah, if you're a hater, exactly. Which yeah. there are plenty of. I mean, we know that There's plenty. Like, and and that's the hard part. Is like okay when it's. When it's alcohol, it's like, you know, maybe, yeah, sometimes it's the smell, but it's not usually, but it can be a combination of the fact that everyone's just fucking messed, you know what I mean? That's usually like, <laughs> like yeah, the smell, you know, but if it gets to that point, it's like ridiculous. With cannabis, it could be like two kids, you know, in a, you know, smoking a joint in a tree fort, and it could be enough, that's, a, you know what I mean? And everyone would be like, what's that smell? What the fuck's going on? You know, people freak out because they just... Because everyone thinks they're a detective, yep. and everyone thinks yep. that they're like, "Oh, look, I've cr- solved a crime." You know what I mean? You're like, "Yeah, you smelled weed. Big fucking deal." Like, you know, like <laughs> relax, everybody. You're Good not, job, you're Sherlock. not, you know, exactly. Ooh, right on, right? Whoa, I smell. And that's the first thing, like you notice if you light up a joint or just smoke a bowl or anything. The first guy who like mouths it, you can see him. Someone smoking weed. I can see it from like, across the street. Like I always What's get this. The, I always get that guy, and it's usually because he wants to smoke weed. It's ninety. You know, I'd say almost, or it's the douchebag. It's like either the super douche, or it's the guy who wants to smoke weed. It's it's hardly ever just the random like old lady and oh my god, this smell is so bad. They don't really notice it. It's just people who are uber detective. Do they want some weed? Uber detective <laughs> yeah, douchebag, yeah, yeah. or they're like yeah, like I told the story i think at one point but there was a guy i know i met in amsterdam who was uh counting money on a coffee shop table and he was just fucking just counting stacks of cash this is when i first got there almost and i was like what the hell this guy had dreadlocks and was like just had stacks of cash and was and i was like well i'm gonna sit next to this guy <laughs> this guy looks this guy looks interesting and i'm like hey how are you doing and he was like oh just came back from hawaii and i'm like oh wow and he he uh was was like on his he went from India uh, to somewhere then he was coming back and he was coming back and he was like, anyway he was just like flying around with hash with money I was just like how the fuck do you do like this, right, right. this guy's crazy and he said that he smokes a joint on every single flight this is like in 1990 this is back in 1980 nine maybe or 88 wow. and he smoked weed on the airplane he smoked joint damn he was smoking a joint not like a bowl or a vaporizer. This is a fucking 19. He said he would smoke a joint. And he said he's been arrested in every single city in the world, pretty much, right? <laughs> he would, like, get arrested coming off the plane sometimes. But I was like, how the fuck do you do that and smoke a It was weird. It was just the weirdest. It was like, I don't know. This guy, like, just was so... And it was also pre-9-11, so 
you could literally like figure out smart ways to do shit back then. Right, they yeah. weren't, nobody was searching you, and you could kind of just like get on with cash and stuff as long as you, you know. And they didn't really have metal detectors that were de- smart enough to detect, of course, of course, the, the stripes that weren't even in the bills yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like we were still in the fucking dark ages. Uh, and then this guy tucks, yeah, if you tuck that underneath the uh, corner of that or something like that, and then it kind of hold it, thank you. It doesn't give you a fucking tug, right? Yeah. <laughs> But nice. no, in general, it was like, it was just the weirdest thing. But the fact that he actually smoked a joint on planes back then, I was just like, dude, you're nuts. You know what I mean? And he literally just didn't give a fuck, you know? And I don't know why I even told that story, but it was something. There was a reason. There was a reason. It's badass either way, man. <laughs> you know, taking. It's the way it should yeah. be. You should be able to smoke fatties. But that was before, also like, you gotta imagine, like, you used to be able to smoke tobacco on planes, and that was weird. Like, I Holy think about that as when I was a kid, and I'd get on a plane, and, and people just, just start puffing like crazy and like now the thought sounds terrible the, well even the what well, sounds terrible but it's also like everyone's so brainwashed now that it's like it seems like a safety hat like people would people would have a fucking conniption like, oh they absolutely. would like their asthma would kick in from across the room their <laughs> kid sure. would uh, like people would have like our condition we're conditioned so hard now it's ridiculous like we've been beat down like literally if you travel a lot you've been beat down so hard that you don't, there's just nothing to do but to pay all them fucking easier ways to do everything and fucking, <laughs> and not, and not deal with the fucking bullshit because You're very they've right, created man. the You're most, right. like, like, all right, we're going to create a fucking obstacle course of bullshit. And then if you can deal with it, deal with it. But if not, you can just pay us a little bit more and we'll just, yeah, let them, but you know, it was like, yeah. Now that is crazy, man. You're out even growing up, uh, like I said, back in Wyoming, just, a, you know, like a few of the country bars around here and stuff. It's like, that was... I mean, you were not in a bar that wasn't just so clouded out you couldn't see for years and years and years. And then it was like the ones, you know, when the laws started passing and, and you know, all these bars kept petitioning, keep the laws, get the laws, grandfathers in and showed up some bars went out of business because there was only like, you know, people wanted to go smoking them. And it was like, right. yep. Um, but no, man, not that uh, same thing. We're, we're all non-judgmental if you smoke cigarettes, do your thing. We're not, uh, we're not hating on it, but it's, it is nice to not have every single place around just smell like a cigarette either. You know I, mean? I used to be in a band for like 10 years and when you used to be able to smoke in the venues, I'd go home and blow my nose and it would just be like soot yep. coming out of my nose. It was crazy. Yep. Yep. I don't miss that. No, and <laughs> I was actually talking about this the other day. In Amsterdam, uh, around 2007, I think, is when they banned tobacco in bars, right? So, everywhere. It was just like, and that's like fucking, are you kidding me? Like, they call them brown bars because people smoke so much tobacco in them that the fucking <laughs> walls are brown, right, from the nicotine. It's like, that's literally how the, like, the place was sort of off-white at one point. Now it's fucking, like, <laughs> dark, kind of, like, looks like, like a latte or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's fucking caked. And so... And the Dutch hell sit there and roll, you know, shaggies, they call them. So it's like, oh, yeah, shaggy. Roll, 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 roll. Just keep smoking, smoking. And not going to move from the table. And go, you know, and these guys are in their 90s and shit. So it's like it was the transition was not quick. It took, it took years. And people, even when I left in 2011, so like, say, five years after they enacted, or four years or whatever after they enacted it, um, it was like, Places still had like a thing on the table where you just everyone donated money, and if they ever got busted, break that out of here, take the money, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Because that's kind of cool, wow. though. And uh, so it was like uh, to, to get that culture to change, which they did, which they did. Everyone got everywhere, and I was like everywhere. It, it was good. I mean, it's for health reasons. It's good, but it did kill like 
the vibe at like clubs and stuff because at first it was like you know you go there you could everyone's smoking tobacco so if you're smoking weed you're the only guy making the place smell good you know what i mean everyone else is fucking <laughs> destroying the place and you walked around and just like fuck everywhere i go it smells great whatever as long as i'm just keep puffing so i just kind of like stayed in my own little cloud you know and nobody cared then they then they say you can't smoke tobacco and the crazy part was is when i was there the way that the law was written was you couldn't smoke tobacco so they said at places that you could smoke weed for for a little while it was like sure because they were so used to people smoking anything, something, you know what I mean? Right. And they didn't care. So they're like, as long as it's pure weed. And they actually were like running around and checking people. To, and everyone there, nobody rolls pure. So I was like, right. I was like, literally like me and a few other Americans that live there were all, this is fucking awesome. Like the whole town is turned into our, to our direction. And then it lasted like maybe a month. <laughs> and then it was like, people were like, fuck that. And everyone just smoked tobacco. Everybody smoked tobacco. The guys who were checking all the things just gave up checking. So we're back to normal in a sense, but everybody was breaking the rules at that point. So we were sort of like, you know, cruising around, like everybody's speeding, you know. It's like, we're all speeding, fuck it. You know, if we're all speeding, it's good, right? That is cool. As long as that guy's doing 80, I, we can all do 80 because he's doing 80. Right. And that's kind of where it was with smoking. We were all like, well, they're all smoking, so we're smoking. But what's crazy is that Denver got its shit kicked out of it, and it broke er, like early. Like we're the biggest pussies biggest. in the whole world because we have yeah, legal yeah. weed, and we don't have any cool places. And it's like nobody's taking a risk or wants to take any money and into anything and be like, you know, you know what? We should have like a shitload of places and just like fuck it, just do it, and who cares? Because that's what it should be. Because right, that's what the option they give you. But instead, we're like, we won't do it. Okay, wah, wah. like just nothing. Do you think that if we would have opened clubs within the first year of legalization, that the feds would have like maybe came and stomped on it? You know what I mean? Like right away. Like True. you know, if they saw people just being like you know blase about everything, you know, and just sure. But now we're how many years later? Yeah, it's like come on, all right, that's great. For the first year, we proved it. Two years, proved it. Three years, proved it. Like okay, now, right? Maybe it's time. That we're allowed to be like adults for just the fucking second of our life, you know. Maybe like out of the day, a couple hours where we're allowed to go and hang out with people and be normal and not be all like, "Oh, dude, come to my house, bro." It's like we're like fourteen again. Let's go hide up in our room because our <laughs> kids can't see us smoke, and we're, you know, right. I mean, it's like it's so stupid. Like you know, it's like that's what you want to create, and then you're gonna say. Child endangerment, man. You're smoking around your kids. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Are you going to give me no options? They're like, okay, so where should I go? Oh, I should go in my car. That's a good idea. Let's get my car super stinky so then you have a fucking reason to tear my shit apart. You know? It's like, right. That was always the funniest to me, man, whether it was home situations or work between Wyoming and Colorado, man. It was like, you're going to make me go drive around to smoke weed, huh? That's a really good idea, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's fucking, it's total bullshit, and it's like such an obvious, like, not thought out process. It's like, okay, it's guys. It's truly not. <laughs> you're like, you have, you have given, like, um, and the crazy part is, is that nobody's filled, like, the vacuum just stays there. It's just like an empty vacuum that just stays there. Nobody touches it because it's like it's untouchable at this point because there's no guidelines. So nobody wants to, you know, do that. And then at the same time, when they did finally come up with some sort of guidelines, they were just ridiculous and like, oh, so you basically don't want anybody to make any money but stay open some magic way. And if they do a membership, it 
changes this, and if you do that, you do it. It was like it was just all these dumb rules that didn't make sense. It was right. like, why not just do exactly what they said in the beginning and let every place that has a smoking area choose to let people smoke cannabis or not? That's all you have to do. That's it. And the rest of it's down to like the, because that's all it is. It's like, okay, oh, you have a smoking area? Cool. Okay, you can let people smoke there. Bam. How hard is that? <laughs> like, that was like, you know, okay, that's not the worst thing. Now, of course, if you are right next to a school, some magic way, I don't know how you got that spot, but if you got that spot right next to a school or within like a certain, you know, every single day, the whole place, just don't open the, during those hours and change your hours or whatever it is and just sort of avoid the, the, the whole bullshit of it all. It's like there's so many options of ways to work around it, which is a lot easier, but instead they made like so many rules, like it had to be a thousand feet which is even more than if you were, like, anything else. And I was like, okay, so bars, no problem. You know, all these other things that are way more cigarette places, no problem. Kids don't smoke cigarettes. I've never seen that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I go, I drop my five-year-old off, and there's kids smoking outside, and they're not five because it's a mixture between middle school, high school, and everything all in one. But there's, like, literally, like, okay, when my kid's in third or fourth grade and he's fucking going there on his own or whatever, and he's, like... First thing he sees is five people out front smoking cigarettes. It's like, isn't that like probably the first exposure? You know, I mean, that's like the most obvious first thing. For sure, it is, man. And if he's smart, he doesn't do it. You know what I mean? But never know. That's like so. But they don't give a shit. It's like whatever. No, that's true. Preaching to the choir. What is this thing here, man? Is a portable uh, e-rig? Yes, it is, sir. That is a torchless. It is a torchless nail. This is from. our buddy James Bean, he does, he reps them. It's not him himself, but he reps them. I've never seen those, man. Those are cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll load it up for you so you can see. I've never seen it, yeah. like, actually, like, strapped onto the to the bong. You know Strapped what I mean? on. I like, like how you say that. <laughs> well, scary. it wasn't taped. It was strapped, so it's I'll just stra- being specific here, I know. It is, it, is, it is a technical strap on. So basically, with this, it's got a button here, and then you just hit the button, and it will heat it up. And then what you do, because every time you hit the button, it goes for like about, I don't know, eight seconds or something like that, and then it'll turn off. So hit it, wait a second or two, hit it again, to kind of feather, feather it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's all about the feathering technique. See, that's the good part about any like new smoking thing is like you have to learn the little, the little, the little nuances. Eh, yeah. This one is the feather technique. So you go for it. And, uh, is there a cap or anything? No, no just, just, just it. it'll, 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 basically cool. the good part about this is it's a reverse. So you're not trying to capture any kind of thing, and you're not trying to, like, create more heat because what happens is <clears throat> because it's electric, it just goes full out. So it goes, and it goes to a certain point, <clears throat> and it stops. Gotcha. So what's the, what's the brand of that again? <coughs> Torchless Nail. Oh, okay. Drum roll, please. Just, yeah, hit it till you hit it till you get it really going, and then, like, feather it in. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Now crank it. Just hold it down. Hold it down. Just hold it down. <laughs> it's a learning technique, dude. I'm telling you. Here, let me do one. I'll, yeah, see, see. I will do one, and then we'll... There you go. Yeah, there we go. See, so now you know if you combine the first one or two into that last second it's one. It's crazy because the little screen that you put the hash on is all super thin. It's, it's just basically super thin titanium. That's uh, probably overdid it. That's probably the problem you had right there. A little too much. Put less on is more. So, 
Piscina, like boom, see how yeah, it's still That's kind of like this thing. I was if you feather it you know, one second too much, it'll just start kind of burning too much. So I'm like trying not to ruin the, the fine live that we have sitting here as well as getting to get, get right. hit. You know well, I mean? you know, that's the thing. You can go, this is a super terpy way to do it because you're not getting to overheat the, you're not overheating the nail or the dropping in the banger. And it's like really, even if it's, if it's too cool, you don't get a good hit. If it's too hot, you know, because this one comes from the, from the other way. Like the first couple hits are just, uh, and what's also really cool about this is like right now this thing, whoa, is totally cool. <laughs> okay, that's the trip. Have you seen that part of it? Dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So whoa, it's like it's, absolutely yeah. because it's so thin that it does like you can heat it up and then it just goes instantly cool again. That thing's badass, dude. So for you know for camping or something, except for the power part. But if you have a way to like you know do some yeah, power some breaks of, or some shit, you know? yeah, or some angle. But the, the you get about three hundred hits usually if you kind of like went one two three four but usually around the last 50 kind of start to go weaker but this is a samsung battery inside here so it's like it's a good battery they built the case around that and then this heats up super fast because it's super thin titanium and then let me see if i can get a better i'm gonna be honest man that thing's pretty badass yeah i'm impressed i've seen them before i've just seen them like with the seen like people operate them two-handed with like the battery in one hand and you know but oh, so you're like clicking them. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I mean, it burned burn to pretty good. I, I think it's tasted good too, really. Yeah, because it's super thin, so it's not like you don't get that metallic taste, and it never really touches it too much because it's just. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I mean, yeah, I was figuring, because every time I see James, he's like, you got to get use it on the show so you don't. And I'm like, yeah, I know, it's true. I probably should. But I literally had it. I had to go and like dig for everything. Last night I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm going to find it. So I found it all. This is the only piece that it would fit on because it has a, the 18s. And I was like, oh, they're so hard to find. That 18s, that's what I have in mind too, man, is that 18. And it's a, it's a really hard to find. It's kind of annoying almost. Yep. Yep. We've, like we've, we've uh, all <laughs> unanimously agreed <laughs> the most annoying size. 10 millimeter and eight mil, 18 millimeter. Yeah, the 10s are, tens are, tens are a pain in the ass too because they clog up so fast. And you're just like, God. Yeah, and they're just ridiculously tiny. But these are too big, too stupid. But particularly, and this thing, the funny part was, is it just happened. This was something I got from my other friend from Medic Alley, which is a glass company, and my friend Charlie who owns it. He gave it to me, and it was like one of those things where he gave it to me, and I was like, oh, I'll never use this. You know what I mean? Just kind of like by the combination of the size of the fucking thing, and also the way that it hit and stuff when you put another piece on because it was very restrictive trying to go back down to this but this one is also good because it's just a straight tube there's like nothing holding it back so enough talk about that but lucky man torchlessnail.com maybe I don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe check it out James will tell us when he calls in at the 420 in tw- 19 minutes we're going to find out all about his torchless nail how much where well, you can get it on seatsheardnow.com I probably can. Uh-huh. Does right it have it? There it is. Bam. Torchless now. How much is it? Two sixty nine. Two sixty nine. See, I said two fifty. Whatever. Something like that. I'm sure we get it for two fifty if you say Adam Dunshaw. Maybe even for two forty. That comes with the battery, the titanium, all of it. That's the whole kit, except for the piece. And then you just got to find a piece to strap it on. See, that's how this whole conversation started. With the, it's a strap on. <laughs> the strap on. That was how it started. That's it's funny. a strap on piece, uh, that's but. Funny. Like I said, it is useful in the like windy situations because that's I, uh, outdoors. This is actually more useful than 
a regular I hate dab rigs outdoors because it's just always an issue like oh it's windy can't see the fucking thing you know, what color is it hot is it cool off too quick yeah, yeah it cools off real yeah, quick yeah, yeah. it drops the shit ah, like, it just seems like it's like it has to be in in your house with your couch and your little special table and your little spe- everything has to be exactly yep. like <laughs> perfect or else it's a fucking pain in the ass um, so in those situations really good and uh, where you have to be quiet <clears throat> like on you know podcasts and shit we don't want to make noises like that kind of shit understandable or like, or like it's funny when you're at like certain people's houses and it's like late at night and you're staying over you're like alright they're like okay you need anything you're like no I'm good and then like they go upstairs and then like you start <laughs> and they're like up in their room like what the fuck's he doing down there yeah you know right what I mean like in those situations this is really good like For you know sure. those happen those kind of things happen and just like if you were traveling around or something you'd be like it works out but it's still a little chunky as you notice like it's like it's definitely like back to the future um esque I think if you did it all in copper it'd be sick this like so total then it would look like some crazy fucking yeah that's a good thing to fly with I didn't even think about that like you think no because the no. battery is terrible because oh. they're like you have any lithium ion batteries you're like nah just uh. the one like just looks like a it's strap on bro they're like <laughs> dude strap on we got a strap on over here <laughs> get over here strap on it looks like yeah it looks definitely yeah. Lit- I mean that's the only thing whenever I did travel a few times with it I was always like yeah it's a heating element connected to a button that you strap yeah, it looks a little weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, so that part of it all, I don't know. But I don't know about the flying around with heating elements and connected. Don't ever leave it connected in your bag either. That's one thing. I've oh yeah. Cook. Yeah. That's the other other problem. That's the other thing that can fuck up. Like if you put it in your bag, can like all connected like this. I had it once. I think James even had it once too. Or like we weren't paying it. You know, just like you're not. You forget. You throw it in your bag, and then all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck is that? It's in your backpack. You know? <laughs> oh damn, dude. We'll ask James. I know he, I think he did something pretty bad like that. I remember doing something vaguely. (laughs) You kind of vaguely remember something something turning on in my bag. It can happen though, yeah. Um, So with New Millennium, what you got going on? Anything, any, how, was the show based, uh, was kind of like a 5-8 show for you guys? Or was it like, were you guys there as 5-8 or were you there as New Millennium or were you there as... No, more so just five eight, and again, kind of just checking it out. We didn't even really represent any of the five eight products there. We just kind of met some, okay, met some associates, and I uh, got some knowledge. And then again, just kind of tried to stay relevant and see who's all going to the big shows and what new products are there, and just just checking it out. Was there was there any like um, was it like a B two B or was it a uh, open to the public all the time? B two B, B two B, the whole time. Yep. Okay. Yep. So yeah, so it was. So it was like pretty much like nobody really cares what's in the booths. They just kind of walked around and we're looking for the newest thing. And when maybe the one newest thing guy is, is stoked because he's like, oh, my God, I'm the newest thing. And that's usually that's how those shows fucking are. They're always the same. It's like if you see the same booth from the same guys on the 50,000th time, they pretty much don't give a fuck because they're only there to meet a few other people that they've already made sales for anyway and maybe pick up one or two new ones if they're lucky because that's kind of yep. how yep. a lot of those shows end up. You know, it's like, you, yeah, you get one or two. You think you get more, but you get one or two if you're lucky. Yeah. And then you get, the main point is to be there and say, like, what's up, dude? We exist. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. We're not, just, we're not just fucking sending you bills. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Meeting the right people, putting faces to names, letting them know that, you know, you exist, like I said. Yeah, and, and I think, uh, like, like, when you are that new thing or when you're representing the new thing, it is, it is noticeable because it's like, 
it's like winning a cup or something like that. Like you see how people are like, oh my god, it's like they're so pumped. You know what I mean? They're ready to dump more money in the next year. Yep. And then the other people on the way out, they're like, yeah, dude, I've been doing this for five years. I'm done. Like, you know, I can see the shift happening on certain shows, especially the longer, yeah, obviously the longer lasting shows. But even some of the newer shows or the longest lasting newer shows, I should say, which, you know, talking five or six, seven years, you can see the the shift at the whole, the way the whole thing goes after a little while because you can saturate your any market with, you know, all the shows that go down, you're like, oh, dude, I did six in a year for two years straight. For you sure, pretty man. much see the same people. You're like, oh my. Once you start to see that, you're like, pull out. Because you know, if you're if you're looking at the books and you're like, oh my god, we're spending way too much <laughs> to do these. A, a lot of money. You're right. You're right. And yeah. Like you're saying, the progression's been crazy. I mean, years ago you had all the Max Yield shows, and that turned into the Grow X, and then yep. and look at that's at. I mean, it's it's just uh, mm-hmm. it changes quickly, like you're saying, and even the style of the show, who's involved, what. What kind of booth is there? It's all it's all different. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, fashion. I was working in a lot in, in Europe on that, and too, the same kind of thing where it peaked out in the kind of mid mid uh, two thousand five. So you know, in between two thousand two thousand five, I was kind of peaking out with some of this, some of the size of the booths and the way these guys were doing their shit and like not in our department because we were lucky because we we're young, small little brand or whatever. But I'd go up to like the denim fucking guys, you know, like. Oh, and they'd just be like, holy fuck, dude, you guys spent like, you know, $10 million on this booth combined with the shows and the things that they're doing and like the amount of people they hire and all this stuff. And it's like, you forget that their market's so big because it's like, well, yeah, just jeans. I mean, everybody, everybody there was wearing jeans yep. at that particular moment in time, maybe yep. not now, but at that particular moment in time, like everybody. And I'd be like, nah, I don't know, I was wearing the same old crap, whatever, but everybody else would be so, you know, when there was... $200 and $300 and whatever. Their margins are pretty high <coughs> compared to lights you know, or something like that. We're like, eh, you know. So, yep, yep. So they're battling, you know. Now, like you're saying, man, whether it's, you know, big uh, snowboarder ski companies or tech companies or stuff like that, not only is there a lot of margin and a lot of it, I mean, their volumes are, are so much greater than anything that we're, we're dealing with. It's insane, you know. Yeah, and... You know, if somebody was to look at it from the outside, they would be like, well, you know, it's not it's not as interesting as it sounds. It, it is when they think about it, like, oh, cannabis is huge. And you know, you're like, that's, <clears throat> you know, shrinking as fast as it's yeah. as fast as it, you know, can, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Unfortunately, but true. Well, yeah. And, and there but there's companies out there. I know this. I know this one consulting company. <laughs> I can't say any names. Terrible name, though. That's all I gotta say. It's got a terrible name, and if you knew it, you know it because it sucks. It's a stupid name, but they're huge. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. and they uh, and they uh, were telling a friend of a friend of a friend of mine because a guy called me up and he's like, he said, "Are cannabis prices gonna rise in California soon?" And I was like, "Uh, well, no, I don't think so. Not rising anywhere else, that's for sure." And he's like, "Well, these guys are telling my friend who's gonna invest twenty million dollars into them." that the prices of cannabis are about to rise because of all the new regulations and stuff, you know? And I was like, it was going to get so tight and hard, and I was just like, mm, I don't know, it sounds kind of, somebody's going to give me $20 million, I'd tell them anything they want to hear, too. I'd be like, sure. You know? <laughs> and they're going to fucking, definitely prices are going up. I mean, 
I doubt it. I mean, I think they're going to stabilize is what you're going to really find out because it's kind of, they can't go too much lower. I mean, it can't be like, but at the same time on a retail level, LA has always been expensive, for instance. Like my friends are like telling me prices and I'm like, what? Like still getting 28 and, you know, 32s and crazy prices sometimes. And it's just like, really? Like that's for those wholesale? select fuel strains and everything, of course, they live out there. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, OG, everyone's got now, but it's like, you know, for certain hazes and harder to grow and difficult, you know, right. exclusive. But still, 26 is being real standard, you know what I mean? Where you're like, hmm, that's weird because just a few hundred miles up north, they're 800 bucks, you know what I mean? So you know that they're, and people still sell greenhouse for indoor and all that kind of bullshit. There's still all that going on. So there's, quite a margin to play with within the one state you know what I mean that's like a, a good example of it's kind of fucked up everywhere right but like the places that were crazy are turned normal-ish <laughs> you know what I mean like, so it's like places that were still fives and sixes like a year ago or crazy prices like that are now 35s and 38s and 34s and 20 you know slowly already going you know by the time the show's over they'll be like 28s or something <laughs> you know what I mean so exactly exactly so the whole country's kind of doing one of these wave things you know it is it's uh it is an interesting question though to think that you know, with uh the opening of recreational cannabis in California that the price of it would go up somehow well you know well the, did you see how many things failed uh, no I didn't actually okay so there was like a they did a test, um, and it was like, I think they did like, um, well, they did a test of recently of like of, of contest stuff. Contest stuff there was like eighty percent of it's contaminated, right? Usually by average, so we're looking at eighty percent failure rate just on like mold. <laughs> you know, what I mean, not even counting anything outdoor, indoor um, and pesticide and stuff like that. They did there was like seventy four, just like an independent thing, and it was like they wanted just to kind of check because everybody was saying they were tested you know like, we're tested we're tested and they were like oh okay we'll see you know so they went around and got 74 different dispensaries 62 or three of them failed like you know what i mean so like 11 of them or something like that made it through damn out of the out of the 74 or something like that so it was like okay that just shows you imagine if that was a real test like Okay, off the shelf now. Because, you know, Cali is. Cali's fucking hard. Like, hard place. It's not easy when it comes to anything. Like, if you wanted to be a, in selling apples or whatever, you've got to go through a lot more regs than in Washington or in other states because it's Cali. They're like, oh, you've got to do this. You should your limit. You can't do that. Run off water. They're very, like, tight on all that shit because they're um, just known for that. You know, that's their shit. That's, 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 <laughs> that's no, you're right. That's Cali. It's... Uh... And that part, I guess, I haven't even really considered is even here how many how bad that was for a little bit and how big of a surprise it was when that when it started happening. Everyone's getting their shit cut, and it was like, you know, it was kind of a surprise to us. You're right. When Cali starts doing that, there's going to be a lot of people that between Paclo, Butrazol, and uh, Abimectin. Well, that's what it was. It was it was it was all the um, yeah, it was all the people with russets and and combination of russets and in pm yeah a lot of yeah. pm issues yeah the mycobutanol was the, was the big one that was like 85 percent of the are you serious uh, something like that about 85 <laughs> no percent of it was just like mycobutanol 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 nasty right so um which is 
Eagle 20, by the way, if anybody's not familiar with, with it. And that's what they're, you know, definitely using. It's funny because I, I found a thing of it at my my, my place. It was in the way back in the thing. And somebody's like, is that Eagle 20? It was like, it was like the, <laughs> the, the, like, oh, my God, I've heard about it. And I was like, yeah, there it is. It hasn't been, you know, barely. It was used at one point, but it hasn't been used in a long time. It's already separate. You know, when it starts, the oil. And yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like, just, wham, leave it, leave it there. But in general, yeah, it was the... That was the fucking thing that's killed. So it's kind of like, it's like if uh, if we were testing for glyphosate, which we're not, because we would never want to do that, because that would be like putting people out of business that are evil, horrible people. Now we're going to test for fucking bullshit sometimes and you know, <laughs> tell us it's really unsafe. But right. let's say we were testing for, so, my, so microbutanol is kind of like that, where it, it breaks down so far down the chain and it's so detectable and it's so like fucked when it gets into your mix because your the acceptable levels are zero you know what I mean so it's not it's not even like a you don't want it to even pop off it's not so much even like how much because that doesn't even come into play it's just like you detect it you know that's it so it is it is possible in a certain short term that it would spike and be artificially high for about six months until everybody fucking reworked their shit and stopped obviously either and you know that's the thing it's, it's a little bit depends on if because if you know if you're, if you're going indoors and you've been using it for fucking six seven years or whatever it's like it's going to be hard as fuck to get it to the non-detectable levels within your finished product really hard because the shit's in and everything it gets in your Ventilation and it gets in your everything, so it's like combo of you know you gotta yeah you almost gotta almost gotta start start fresh in a sense or take out all wood and plaster and, you know what I mean things you don't want to ever do but, but you know. no it's crazy man like we said the amount of them even whether it's big ag or or home ag uh, the amount of those chemicals being used right now is is crazy yeah and and you know the the, the the shitty part about that and the reality is that it's it's bad enough that we know that those chemicals are bad in the sense of you know they're already uh, being banned and stuff but very little studies are going into the after sort of it's kind of like when you when you take them on an individual basis yeah bad 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 now let's you know mix them all up and, <laughs> and see how bad levels see if the levels of bad get any further which they probably yeah, do definitely they do and then smoke it and burn it and that's like fucking a whole nother level you know what I mean because it's like three independent separate studies would have to be done and then they'd all have to be you know cross analyzed because the reality is it's Bad, you know, when you take two things and two compounds that are, un, you know, not not necessarily normal to, normally together, but they're both on their own, have their own merits of poison and toxicity, then you put them together, and you're like, okay, well, that definitely should make it more toxic. And, you know, how many times have people done their fucking crazy killer cocktails that they made, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like I've like, because I always separate all my shit. Like I'm like, because I want to make sure there's no, like I don't know effect I can't figure out you know what I mean like oh course, they all course. burned up what did you do oh I put nine different fucking things in it well there you go that's probably your problem but so I was always separately applying everything you know boom what, is it here or there where is that what's going on what the fuck don't they know we're doing a show god cops yeah, there's a I that last week too fucking cops um 
Uh, see, that's what happens here. I hear fucking. They, but, I hear that in my brain. Just, for sure, it's fuck them. But dude, you're right, man. You mix Adam McDan and Mike Labutinil, and then whatever your your third preference is together. At, at, you know, ridiculous yeah, rates and, and spray your plants, and then consume them eight weeks later. And I'm sure it's not the best thing for you, man. You know what I mean? No, and and and. Uh, you know, I'm also from both sides of the camp, though. I'm all like, dude, we smoke so much Avid. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? We've been, if you've been in L.A. and you smoked weed anywhere in the 90s, you, you smoked Avid all day long. Because guys, I mean, my friends would, that were there growing, were, that was their daily, their daily thing. You know what I mean? We hit them up like, in the beginning, and then we hit them up in the middle, and then we hit them <laughs> up in the end. I was like, Jesus Christ, you guys are going nuts. You know, well, maybe not the end, but it definitely... Uh, believed in it put it that way you know every single plant from top to bottom top bottom of the stem to the top of the plant and you know applied at the right rates and blah 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 yeah but it always said ornamental and all that shit you know what i mean so it was always like never meant to be smoked or consumed or any of that shit so so from my one side, I'm like, eh, you know, eh, I got a kid. He looks pretty good. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, you know, sure. I have sure. you know, his fingers, you know, I'm like, eh. You know. But um, when you're in a professional situation the way it is now, you can't fucking play around. And people have been doing it because they still, especially Cali, they're still in that, like, shuffle zone where they can do the old shuffle shuffle and like I go to places that don't have cameras still and you're like what <laughs> like they have yeah we got one that goes over there you know eh. because they haven't don't have to yet they haven't been rigged out yet but they will right and you know they're gonna go through the growing pains that we went through no for sure man and uh believe me I'm I'm no better like I was saying you know I'm, I'm from Wyoming until I've made the right friends or did my own thing I mean I had the the cannabis I was consuming let's to be honest was not not the best man yeah I mean, so. <laughs> Uh oh, 420. What, now you call early? It's 419, uh, well, bro. Like a minute early? Yeah, bro. Okay. Well, I, I think I should get some applause for that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I can hear it. I can hear it now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there you go. How's that? This four, that is now officially 420. Bam, there you go. You're on time. Well, at least you like made up for not even answering your phone on those other those other days, right? So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what hundred more of those. hundred um, more of those. Now we got a schedule, so we got the schedule's working good. I like it. Kind of. I mean, we did, we, well, yeah, you, we, we got, we got, literally got Cole in, in, in on the show magically because you would, I was thinking about it. I was like, we, didn't we make this thing about two or three in the morning and we were like mumbling and, and barely... You were typing. Yeah, really. you, were just, you, you were typing yeah, in the corner. Like, 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 have to get something <laughs> on paper. We have to have some sort of format. But it said, okay, so it said one yeah. of the guests was going to be called Salen. Who the hell is Salen? That's what we want to know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a clue. That, that doesn't exist to me. Me and uh, MJ were trying to figure that out. You were, you were probably talking. Probably I was like, yeah, dude. And then I was sailing. And you were like, <laughs> sleep, <laughs> sleep typing. You sleep typed. And you're like, sailing. Yeah, that's my favorite. If I ever own a boat, I'm going to play that song forever. But sailing, like yeah. for Cross. Oh. I won't. I will stay off your boat then for sure because that would drive me nuts. I <laughs> <laughs> was literally driving. I was just like I should have repeat all the time. Oh my so, god! So what's going on out yeah. there in the big world? Uh, well, Southern Oregon is uh, is uh, in another heat shock. So uh, we should be hitting, post uh, eclipse. This is tomorrow. Post eclipse heat shock. 
post eclipse nightmare of hell. Um, why the hell everybody wanted to come out here to watch it? I mean, I guess it's fun and all, but yeah, that was that was that was exciting on its own. Man, um, I was there for the first uh, three day stretch of that. That was horrible. You were there just yeah. magically yeah. for something else. Yeah, people, people ran out of gas. Like gas stations ran out of gas. It was a mess. Oh, I bet. Right, and it was taking forever to get across town or do anything or whatever. Like you guys got hours. You should have. You should have. You should. You should have invested in. You should have. You should have at least invested ten or twenty grand in those fucking glasses. Though you would have killed it if you ran around with your Willy Wonka fucking like afro and just selling those glasses for like fifty bucks, like on the hour when people were like, "I'll do anything. My kid needs them. He's dying over here. Dying." I would have. Yeah. That's what you should. You should have been hustling those things hard. I don't know why. Right, but, but then Wait. all you guys would be pissed off at me and be like, how come you're not selling my seeds? You're was, selling these fucking glasses. Because you'd like, be oh, like, God, you just, as long as you sent us a photo with you, like, I'm taking care of, <laughs> don't worry, I'm taking care of business, we'd be like, all right, it's good, dude. We, we trust you. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to unlock. He has a plan. Yeah. So, um, so tell us about tell us yeah. about your big, because yeah, I, I explained you, you did a 98, you're doing a $98 special, right? Crazy! This is it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy '98 sale. So all uh, Crockett packs that were like 124 because they're 12 packs. Any all Ethos packs uh, besides Snowball, Bog, um, Exotic, anything from Exotic that's usually 124. Everything's down to 98, 88. So 98. crazy '98 sale. Crazy. Because I know this time of year, guys have it's like we've got all the money into a crop. We've got it on, you know, we're waiting, we're four or five weeks out from harvest, and so it's not, you know, have an abundant amount of cash laying around, at least I don't. So that's where we'd make a good sale on uh, prices. The, the lean days, the lean days of the end of summer. The end, the end of, of summer. summer, yeah, where you're like, ah, I gotta I got make it up for my rent, but I gotta make it up for my nutrients. I mean, yeah. I've been there, so. Been there, we've all been there. <laughs> this is, yeah, it is, it so is a cycle. It's a little bit easier. It is a cycle. Um, yep, so. Well, I was, it was like the other day I was thinking of, you know, how you always get you always get those T-shirt designs, and I was like, uh, "Festivals kill plants." That's my new my new T-shirt. Cause fucking, how many people have like lost their plants because they were in festival, bro? Dude, I went to festival, came home, my friend Eddie didn't fucking water the plants, bro. He said he was gonna water them. You know, I heard this story like a hundred times. Sure so happened. I wanted to make a festies or just yep. festies or something like that. So get on, somebody, whoever's a T-shirt guy, get on, get on it, make that shit. So. It's like that alt well, right, alt right, uh, delete, alt right, delete. We thought of that. Uh, Joel thought of that one, and it was like a T-shirt already. I was like, "There you go. See, it's already out there, bro." <laughs> t-shirt, it's t- T-shirt, and the fanny pack. We were fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yep. It was so, everything on a fanny pack. So besides the ninety-eight dollars special, but, uh, what else you got going on? Anyway, besides the crazy ninety-eight sales, we got the uh, Moscow's ten-year anniversary special what? coming up. Didn't even know. So by, by any two Mosca packs, you get a free uh, special release fun-sized pack of Mosca gear. Um, La Plata has got, by two packs of La Plata, you get one pack of the La Plata tester free. Um, La Plata's also just, uh, FYI, just came out with two newer strains. You got the Durangatan. Saw that. Which is a Durango cross with the Clementine. And then he's got the uh, Durango Blues, which is going to be his Durango cross daily blues. So... Both quality strains. We'll have he's to get him. We'll have to get him back in the studio place. soon, huh? When he's in. Yeah, he's in. Uh, he's in Cali right now, though. But he's. Uh, he'd love to get on the phone. Uh, he's got some some new interesting stuff on the works. He's. I think he's got the Durango back to an F six now. 
Uh-huh. So that was the last release. Was sound like you said he was in county. Well. I was like, is he in county? I thought he said he's in county. He's in <laughs> county <laughs> now. I'd love to talk because he's in the county. Phone calls come from Jackson County, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was like, of course he'd love to talk. He's in fucking county. No, I bailed him out. I bailed him out. Oh, good. Not in county anymore. Oh, good. But um, if you're going to check a money order, get 10% off the whole order, which is pretty rad. Um, and then, of course, uh, yeah, 98 bucks off for everything. I'm going to be scrolling through here, all the coastal stuff, all the citrus sap from Crockett, which is getting Crockett restock. Um, last week, we did the, we had the source drop. Um, oh, so just for your listeners only, mm-hmm. and actually uh, in an hour now, from now, um, we've got a little surprise Canarado drop. So oh, I've got some orgasms. What? Some orgasm. <laughs> orange gasm. Orange gasm. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. Florida oranges, uh, Cheerios, and Bronco cookies. Well, I'll be up. I've got uh, about a couple packs, uh, 20 packs of each that I got from him last time I saw him at the show. Um, all the other stuff of his it is gone. Ethos also had a great drop last week. Um, we've got uh, all the cookies coming back in, in the stock this afternoon. The cookies I want and the, and the form cut cookies, but his stuff is flying frosted fem gear. So, and then, um, of course, the source, like I said, the mango hazes that we had uh, Chris Castas on, Chris Castas on last week. Uh huh. Sounded angry. And then I saw, did you, did you see the picture of him in the suit? The yeah, what, yeah, what's he doing? Signing on some big corporate, he's a, he's a big corporate. Pig now? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he no longer looks like Osama. Oh, he did like a, he, he didn't suit, pull it down. Suit wearing corporate pig, pig dog, pig dog. Yeah. No, pig I, I, dog. I saw he was, but it was said join the join the crew or something like that. So he's joined up with Monsanto, I believe. Right? Is that what happened? That's no. that's what I heard. That's what but, it seems you know, like. That's, that's what it seems like. I would. I would. Might as well just say that. We might as well just say it, even though we don't know it. Let's just say it. Start the rumor right. here. Start the rumor because we know it started right well, here actually, on the show. Well, actually, he prefers Hawthorne. Yeah. So if he could go by Hawthorne, he'd, he'd prefer that. Yeah. Chris, uh, Chris Hawthorne, is that his new name now? We've changed his no, name. No, no. It's officially Chris Hawthorne. That's Haw- what he's Chris. working for. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I, I saw another guy. We looked a little. No, I don't think it was that. I think he's, I think he's just trying to step his game up a little bit. Once they see me in a suit, you know how it goes. All those bearded guys are like, I could do a suit. I didn't know that. Fuck. And they all start getting them. And now, yeah, it's happened. It's happening. Look what you started. Look at look what you've done. Look, look what you've done. <laughs> look what you've done. Done. Oh, well. Anyway, what's so... So, uh, we got Mosca coming, coming on. For next week? Next week, I got uh, just got the phone with uh, Chrome from Swamp Boys. Mm. They are back in... Uh, in the mix, and so I'll have a new about a hundred packs of their new stuff coming out uh, cool. in a couple of weeks. Um, we've got a new bog restock next week. Um, working on some thunder fudge stuff. Still working on that fem stock from these the THC. Uh, the Sage Master Select stuff's going really nicely. Um, yeah, it's coming together. Don't the ones, you worry. We've been lucky enough to get them. Yeah, have you heard any? Have heard anything back? No. Well, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen some things here and there. You know, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some. And they sprouted, put it that way. We know they sprouted, so that's good. It's always a. Yep. It's yep. actually half the battle right there. That so is. It's like if you can get that done, then you're yeah, usually after that it's pretty good. But no, it's it is it's kinda, sad. It, yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> it is sad when you have bad sprouting issues because sometimes it just fucking happens. Yes, honestly, and it sucks because it's Correct. like really, and uh, yep. you know, usually though it's like. Come on, 
<laughs> like usually when you get them, you're like, some oh, I didn't sprout. And I go home and I'm like, dude, I just did a hundred of them. I got 98 of them just sprout. You know what I mean? <laughs> and some of them had two. So maybe those were just over there. What are you doing wrong? A lot of poor gardeners, right? Yep. And the nice thing about and the nice thing about us is is uh, all my all my sales guys we, we, we're we're all bean poppers. We've all been doing it for a minute, so we've all paid two hundred bucks and waited for attitude to you know send it off in an envelope. And then like two weeks later, we hope we get mail, and three weeks later, we actually get some mail. And then we pop them, and you get two there stragglers, and you pop them up with like toothpicks, and then they fall over, and one's a mail, and you're like, fuck. Oh yeah. By the way, did you, did <laughs> so you I tell somebody, and attitude's just like, hello, no, click. Did you did did you um so did you see that I was smoking your torchless nail today? Did you notice that? Or you don't watch the show? I I did see the torchless earlier. Correct. Yes, you uh, did. That, so were you proud? You love it now? Are you, are you a full convert? Not really. I'm just. I was. I'm, for I was the show, I am. For you, just for you. No, I, for the show, it's awesome. And like I said, you know, at home, I'm still going to use my fucking torch. I'm just going to do my thing, but be annoying, right. being annoying at home. But for uh, anno- to not annoy people, awesome. Traveling, awesome, and. Right. In a way, for Which Flay. Which is why the first reason I got it for you. Because the, I was listening to you. I always would play the, the podcast I in my garage know. and I was trimming. <laughs> and then I, and I, in the background, I would hear like. And did, what the fuck is that? And did you think. Yeah, but and so I then watched you, it and I'm like, oh, you, he's just, dabbing. You were just jonesing. That was a problem. <laughs> Who we got? Moscow calling in? Uh, no. Let's smoke it. Uh, ooh, surprise guest. Surprise guest. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Is that Moscow or we got somebody new? Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Sounds like that's Moscow. Does sound like Mr. Yeah. Does sound like him. What's going on, my friend? So we got, hey guys. We got James, guys. James is still on the line. Well, so stay. Guys, I'm going to go ahead. And, you can stay yeah, on for a minute. You can stay on for a minute. Off. No, stay on for a minute. Though. Okay. All right. Stay on for a minute. Okay. Talk about the drop together a little bit. The boss. <laughs> yeah, we'll, get that, uh, well, of, we'll I, get that out of the way. I'll we'll get, we'll get that out of the way. I'll, I'll let Moscow introduce all of himself to everybody. Yeah, let's uh, do I that. I can tell you all the stuff he's done for ten years, but I'll let that I'll let him do it. No, no, we're going to do that in a second. But I just want to just before you get off, let's oh. just quickly do like Moscow's going to pr- tell everybody what why they need to buy what the drops that he just did, so that we can get that right out of the way, and then we're going to go because then yeah. at, the end, at the end we won't forget. So it'll be like. When we're done. We're done. <laughs> we, don't, we can do it. We'll do it one more time at the end. But <laughs> we'll do it one more time at the end. But the idea is, well, it's pretty. It's pretty easy. I pretty much got everything that he's got released out now. It's just we dropped. So we we are restocked fully on everything that he has. I believe. Good. And so, um, but these are all new feminine. And these are all trends. these are all the new feminized things too. No, no. The, the new feminized stuff are are are, uh, are also fully stocked. Yes, but um, they're they're they're. Uh, they got the new ones that uh, um, they're, they're, those ones are flying as well as the pink line. Exactly. Okay. But the, the feminized ones are, are the newer ones. And then before that's the pink line, and then before that was uh, his moonshine stuff and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, we have all those. Everything he mentions or we'll talk about, we have online right now. We have all the the pink line. The pink, of course, was used from uh, Exotics Pink. Um, I kind of was the middleman of that deal, so to say. I'm, it, Moscow wanted to do the right thing, and and he found he, he had purchased four packs of pink from me, so. I knew that he had picked up, you know, forty, at least forty uh, attempts at, at something, at finding something special. Um, and uh, lo and behold, he came back and said he found a special mail and wanted to know if Mike would let him work with it. And I called Mike, and you know, Mike came to the hot, and he said, "Oh, okay, you know, what's going to do?" So they, uh, so they put that out. Well, there you go. Was, uh, that was the entire uh, history uh, by James Bean, like that. 
So, well, just that's verified and vetted, and that's, that's why I did. You know, you can do it, and that's the way to do it. I mean, if you're going to work with somebody's gear, you call them and say, hey, I found something, I bought it the right way, do you mind if I use it? And he came out and did it that way, and, you know, Mike respected it, so it works out. Yeah, Mike was pretty cool about it because, um, you know, he said, oh, people just use my gear and they don't ask. He goes, yeah, well, that's different. He's asking. So, yeah, that, that's cool. But uh, And I caught up with Mike uh, in Michigan. We had a little talk about, uh, um, you know, what he had done with the pink and, um, you know, the direction that he took with it. And I really like the Starfighter that gave it the power. And so that's really why I identified the pink, because um, not only did it have the flavor, um, uh, but that it also had really, really uh, strong power. And that's what I was looking to add uh, to some of these special mothers that I had kept. And, um, you know, just looking for that right, right uh, strain, the right male to work with. And, you know, through vetting and really uh, growing out, um, seed stock, uh, I was able to find uh, the the most resinous male I've ever worked with uh, on IG. There's actually pictures of this male um, on my uh, in my gallery, and the things you know has more resin than uh, many females that I've seen. It's just nice. uh, it's incredible. You know, it's like a one in a thousand. Right. Well, I see. Yeah, that's what. Uh... What was Mike calling him? His little frost, frost something. It's in a name for it. <laughs> frost, frost balls or something. Frost, was it frost, frost, was it? No, it wasn't. It was he had some other. He had some other one. He was like, yeah, once in because that's the truth. Yeah, once in a while you'll get him. I because people don't most of the time let it even develop enough to get to the point of when it can have some resin. But if you let them fully develop, and also the cool part about males in general is if you have it in a situation where it's not going to fuck up your other shit, and you let it just go full bore. There's a lot going on that you never, most people never see because they never let it get to that point. So it's always just like, sometimes you get like really large, giant clusters, and sometimes you get just like huge individual pollen sacs and just very, you know what I mean, like just ridiculous sized ones. And then you're like, oh my god, like what's that? You know. Then you get like other ones that are like, uh, you know, tiny little nuggets or whatever. So it's just like it's very telling mm-hmm. in the way of what you're gonna get. So what? Which? So that was off of the. Um, Starfighter, the male? Just to... Well, yeah, the male yeah, was uh, Starfighter in that one, but Plushberry was the mother. Gotcha. Yeah, so the pink is three-quarters Starfighter, quarter Plushberry. And, uh, yeah, turned out to be a, a, a really good, uh, um, you know, genetic male to work with and uh, still have them and, you know, still working with them. So. I was still flying that the... Uh, the uh... Pink uh, uh, Gorilla is, is one of my favorites, of course, but I'm a sucker for Gorilla Glue. Or the original Gorilla, as whatever the hell they're calling it now. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. With, well, Lost yeah, yeah, you can't say glue. That has been Dude. a sleeper, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the Pink Gorilla. So, um, that has gotten more attention than... Um, I ever expected, um, but it it has that power, you know, of both sides of of, uh, of the line, and um, just a, a really great cross with the flavors uh, and that really immediate uplifting high. What's the uh, flower time on these things about? 
Um, the, the pink speeds up uh, the flowering time. So like in a pink gorilla, it'll go 65 days, but if you want it uh, uh, more yield, then I would let it go a little bit longer. But I've seen like the raspberry boogie uh, that will go uh, 55, 58 days, and she's done. Yeah. I mean, just that quick. Right. Uh, so, um, and as you know, uh, with, you know, when you have these hybrids, both with the indica and the sativa side, you know, you will get a slightly different uh, um, effect if you pull her, her harvest sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you know, IOs tend to, uh, uh, I sense more sativa if you're, um, if you're harvesting earlier and more of an indica, more of a, a maturation of uh, the terps uh, with a longer, uh, a longer harvest period. Yeah, and then um, so with so how many? How, you also said the, so. These are like regulars and feminized, or this is a, this is only the because uh, I'm interested. I'm the interested pink in line is is. I'm sorry, Adam, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, the pink is regular. Um, so, you know, my classic uh, line, what I really started off with 10 years ago, that's always been uh, uh, regular seeds. Uh, only this year did I come out and release a feminized line. Um, and, um, you know, that has been the fastest selling uh, strains that uh, I have, um, you know, in my armamentarium, but, uh, um, you know, it's what I really liked about, um, the legend is that the legend is, uh, one of the building blocks of, uh, today's modern, uh, OGs. Um, when you smell like the OG Kushes, um, the Sour Kush, uh, some of the Cam, uh, East Coast, you can smell the legend in them. I mean, it is really amazing when you're, when you have them all in flower and you smell the legend and you go up and you, you know, put your nose right up to the other mothers. It's just, it's uncanny, uh, the, the flavors in there. And, um, you know, you know by, you know, you know uh, year that, you know, a year that thing is, is that like 91 legend? Is that the. Same is that the same uh, lineage? This is the uh, it's the crinkle legend. So to differentiate it from the ninety one, um, this is really more of a Kush mm-hmm. um, versus an OG, and uh, it's what the lineage that uh, my uh, very close friends that were able to source this for me is they said that this is really a Pakistani. Mm-hmm. And so this is, you can, you can actually smell it, and um, it's really one of the building blocks to uh, today's modern OG. And so my goal in releasing the feminized line is really to kind of strengthen uh, those lines with uh, reintroducing uh, the legend to it. And um, the, the flowers that you have when they're finished are just, you know, it's at a a really super strong level, not like, um, 
it's not for the weak of heart. It's, it's mm. really strong weed. Well, always, I mean, Pakistani kind of uh, border stuff was, I mean, there was like a lot of, and that's where a lot of hash got remixed and worked, so it became known, like, notoriously for, more for, like, rip-off hash, basically, is what it was. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like justifying the, the region <laughs> so much, but the actual product that was grown in that region, it was always, I mean, that was kind of like, that is literally like the, kind of the epicenter of where it all started, so... When whenever mm-hmm. what I whenever I had stock from there that people would give me it was always, I mean like, raw to the point where I mean we grew like up in our rooftop we grew about, I think probably between five hundred and eight hundred plants probably up there just from these one just from these Afghans oh. looking for and pretty much ended up with males because, out of all the females that we ended up with, they were always like they didn't have enough like they couldn't be worked indoors and you had to grow indoors there there was not really like they were not liking it you know maybe if you had a good outdoor situation but in Holland that wasn't ever so we had like the summer to do some selection and then we would bring them all indoors and about 90 percent of them would peter out you know what i mean but what we did do is just kind of kept the males because we figured well you know better to bring in the something that we because that we we can't waste that waste anything out of this uh you know something i gotta get something out of these thousand seeds that we went through you know and the males always proved to be <laughs> proved to be actually really good because you know that they they would express whenever they we we give them to a guy in Cali or we'd give them to a guy somewhere who actually could grow them out. So they'd be like, "Holy shit! Now we got something really nice." Because the guys who gave me the genetics, it was always selected from like one plant. It wasn't it wasn't like random from an area. You know. Hold on, <clears throat> I need mm-hmm. water. Can you have, oh, one sec? One sec. Yeah. I gotta get a water. Talk away, talk away there, Cole. Since. <laughs> So who am I speaking with again? I haven't got to say much during the conversation. I know the guy that, uh, that made the uh, strap-on, as it was, it was called earlier here, the uh, portable e-rig that, that hits pretty nice. Who is the other gentleman? Uh, me. I'm Moscow. Okay, and obviously you're, uh, you're a breeder. I'm not familiar with, uh, with your work. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's all good, Cole. No worries. Um, so. Yeah, I've been around. This is actually... My tenth year uh, uh, oh, okay. anniversary this month in September sil- of breeding. Is that a silver? Is that a silver? Cannabis. Is that a silver? Ten years? What's ten years? Is, there, is, there, is, there, is, there, is, uh, is that your silver year? I don't know. Sil- cool. We're on my twenty fifth. We're on our twenty fifth. We're on our twenty fifth year starting next July. So, but congrats! Uh, ten is a, <laughs> ten nice, is an achievement. Nice. You're like you're walking almost now. You're walking. <laughs> no, it's it's always good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But Adam, how long ago was it that you and I met? We met at the greenhouse in Amsterdam. Yeah, I'm not sure what the year was, but maybe like early 2000s or something like that, I guess. Or yeah, like somewhere had to be. Yeah, cause... I think so. It was, Which... it was with one of the IC Mag. Oh, uh, I know exactly. So it was the one. Yeah, exactly. It was the one that they, uh, I think we won with some hash that year or something like that. That was, uh... mm-hmm. um, I think that was around yep. 2000 yep. and probably three maybe four something kind of those years always it's like i just have to get them in decades and then i get kind of like the beginning or the end and it kind of just turns into some mm-hmm. fold over but yeah that was uh, the first year what ic mag did their um their cup i guess and it was it was uh it was all right but it was one of those things where amsterdam always has such a easy atmosphere to meet people and stuff and hang out that by the end of it all, it doesn't matter if what you go there for, you end up with some whole new like look on the city. You're like, 
sometimes better when your shit doesn't isn't, isn't the best thing in the world. You know what I mean? You're like, well, now what are we gonna do? <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we'll go do something else, and there's a lot more going on. Um, did you come back? Did you come back to yeah. Amsterdam after that for any cups or anything? Because, or was that your? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I used to spend a lot of time there. Um, not as much as you, because you live there, but uh, I've probably been there, I don't know, a dozen times. Oh, nice. And, you know, actually, I, fir- I worked my first cup, was a High Times cup, uh, and it was at the Magus Genetics booth with uh, had it. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, remember the Warlock? Oh, yeah, and, uh, oh, yeah 100%. That was really my introduction. And that's funny, too, because we used to... Um, uh, I was I would always trip out because I mean I, I like he he reminded me uh like of a true stoner like, like in the Dutch stoner you know what I mean and there's and there's such a different breed than than a, like it's kind yeah. of like it's a recognizable thing like you're like yeah I could definitely recognize that that guy likes weed you know what I mean because in a way a lot of the Dutch breeders weren't they weren't guys that you you could tell that they like would smoke anything and it would get them high. So that was kind of hard for them to like be judges of what they're smoking or judges of what they're growing or what they're delivering. And like, so I always kind of like, I always trusted that because he was also very like simple. He only had like Warlock and, and maybe one other strain or something like that. And it was like. Exile. So yep. like exile. Exactly. So I was always like, okay, he's a real deal. As far as like, if you like what he does, get his shit because it'll be what it is because it's, you know what I mean? Like there was very little variables in there. It was like, you could get probably that or you get that. He's only doing those two things. Um, <laughs> and, but, uh, I remember like, I was a pretty evil bastard back in the day. Like if I was like at a trade show or something like that, cause I had a name for everybody, you know, it didn't matter who it was. They had a new name cause I couldn't really call him by their real name. Cause it'd just be like cruising around and he was always weird Al Yankovic to me. Like, that's what I always said. I'd go like, Oh yeah, weird Al Yankovic over there. <laughs> And he, because he looked like literally like kind of like him and his chick also looked real similar too. They were like one of those like, yeah, they look the same, dude. Don't worry, the girls. They, 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 you know, so I was bad. I was a bad. I was always bad at those shows. But <laughs> so I was probably well, making fun funny. of your boss funny. and making maybe I was making fun of you at the time. I don't know if I did. I was. I apologize. Yeah, very proud. I apologize. Um, I really did like about like you said when you bought his strains, you knew what you were getting. Oh, and yeah. I couldn't say that about a lot of other uh, Dutch companies. Yeah, um, Simon. Simon definitely Simon, had integrity. Simon was a good example of that too. He was super simple, five strains. Now he has maybe six after twenty-five years too. And uh, you know, so those guys, I, I always, I always, you know, appreciated that. And I had somebody asking me the other day about um, uh, Casey Brains. Same thing, you know, and I was just kind of like, wow, if you actually knew the guy, I don't know, you, not that, I mean, he was like just a nuts. The guy was like, you know, he'd come up drunk on his motorcycle to the show, be late, set up his booth really messy. He was one of those guys, you know what I mean? It was just like, fuck, and it was like sell a bunch of crap and then just leave and like get on his bike so drunk, you'd be like, that guy's going to die. <laughs> There's no way that guy's making it home, you know, and sure enough, he'd make it, yeah, he's back at every show. He'd be like, how the fuck is that guy... How do you make it back home from the last show? Because I was nuts. Like, yeah, he was just so sloppy. I was always like, eh, I don't know about that. I think that seems a little out there, you know. But, but he had also that KC thirty KC thirty six. I think it was, and I have no idea. Oh like, yeah, and that was a good strain. Like that was, you know, like and that's the thing about breeders is in general, it's like you tune in on whatever they're into. You know what I mean? Like in a certain point. Like, yeah. Soma's also a good example, the Soma aroma, you know what I mean? He walked into a room, and you're like, 
that Soma? Like, I smell some Soma weed. Like, it's like, you, know, like a, you can identify it after a while because he has, like, he used that same G13 mail on everything, you know, pretty much. So it kind of got like mm-hmm. a, so his stuff got a certain vibe, you know what I mean? It was mostly, so it's mostly the mail. That's like, that's the thing that kind of separates everybody from everybody. And so now you got this new mail, which is super frosty. So that obviously imparts frost on almost everything it hits, I'm, I'm assuming, right? The, the new mail you got? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> no, I lost you there. No, but, uh, yeah, no I, so, I understand what you're saying about Soma. Oh, the Soma room. Soma room. Early on. Yeah, we, I mean, it, well, the problem is when you use the same mail on a lot of stuff, you end up with a lot of times the same sort of like, it might look different and smell even different, but sometimes at the end it tastes the same or it kind of like burns the same. Like his thing was about the way it burnt. That's what I was like, because I was always like, I'm very particular about certain things, and then like I got, like his stuff always had a certain way that it burned, and that that way it kind of like always had the similar smell in my head. You know what I mean? Like even though I could smell the differences, it'd be like one would be a one would be a reclining Buddha, and one would be a whatever else. <laughs> but yeah. it was just like the soma white aroma. willow, yeah, white willow or something like that. And then I walk in the room and I'd be like, yeah. oh wow, man. Smells like soma aroma around here. <laughs> like, like, so everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, yep, he's here." I'd be like, "Okay." But, but you know, uh, on that point, Soma really knows his hash. Mm-hmm. I remember smoking some of his bubblegum haze mm-hmm. hash that mm-hmm. was just phenomenal. Oh right? yeah, to, just, just top oh, shelf. Hash. Oh yeah, no Soma's, and he's a smoker too. That's the thing, and the heat, but he has his flavor that he likes, and that's the thing. Is so certain people who are smokers end up with that. Because they they're actually partaking in what they do. We got a caller. Oh, it's Soma's pissed. Like, wow, man. Hey there. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got? My name is Brett. Hey, Brett. What's happening? Hey. Uh, who am I speaking with? With Adam Dunn. Hi, Adam. Uh, I just wanted to remind you of something. 1995. I came to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. You were in CIA. Sure, the end of probably the last and, last year. Huh? Okay, and you were closed. It was a Tuesday. I don't know if this rings a bell, but I came at four <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon. You uh-huh. let me in. Mm-hmm. Mila's pollinator. You were selling at the time. You were you were, you were pretty much advancing it, and you made me up some. Uh, what is it called again? Uh, Trichomes? The, the hash, nutter hash, or yeah. forget what you called it. Yeah, yeah. And I have to Rather. tell you, no, this was meter hash, you called it back yeah. then, meter. Yeah, meter, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. you treated me, I want you to know, of everyone that I met in Holland, better than anyone, American, Dutch, Canadian, <laughs> you really were a great guy, and I followed you for the last 20-some-odd years, and... Uh, you're a mensch. That's all I can say. Yeah, thanks, man. That was, you know, that was pretty much uh, what I tell people. What I tell people is like, you know, whenever you own a business, uh, you're kind of like, rep- and in, as an American over there, I was representing America. You know, what I mean, even though I lived in Holland, I kind of had my whole little American thing going on. And so, whenever anytime an American came through, I always knew that they were a little nervous, maybe about what was going on. They might have gotten, did I get the right change when I went to the last place? Because the Dutch guys are always on your ass. You know what I mean? They want to rip you off anytime they can. So. 
I always felt like, you know, okay, well, come on in. And then a lot of times it was like, you know, hey, this is the first time, you know, I, I'm pretty excitable, as you probably know. And then so I would like, hey, I want to share whatever I got. And I almost got more pleasure getting other people high than getting myself high sometimes just because. Well, okay, your, was, your partner came in. Uh-huh, I'm going to tell you this, and don't take this funny. Your partner came in, and it was the first time I had ever seen an earring above somebody's eye with. <laughs> Right. You remember. No, yeah. And one other thing you might remember. Uh I had just got some seeds over at the Sensi Seed Bank where the, uh, um, Uh they also had the Uh Hemp Museum. Uh And the girl who worked Uh there was full of tattoos you told me was your really tight friend. Yeah, Monica. Monica. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a a trip that I won't forget, but. That's funny. uh, That's funny. I've seen that you've. I'm I'm in Northern California now in Grass Valley, oh, nice. and I want to tell you, Adam. Since you've come back, I've been following you, uh, everything that you do, and uh, I have to say that you really are one of the greatest guys out there. And I'm not trying to just say that, but you really give a lot from yourself more than Amen. most. Oh, I got that hundred bucks for you that I told you about too. Don't worry, don't worry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, in general, that, anyways, anyways, thanks for thanks for calling uh, anyways, in. Anyways, I don't want to take your time up, but no, I just, no, I've been watching all. I'm up to about forty or fifty shows mm-hmm. uh, that you've done already, and I saw you had. Uh, uh, I think you should have my buddy Brian on from. Uh, Vital Earth. Yeah, I saw him on Bubble Man a couple of weeks ago, but he's a good guy also. Yeah, any, any, anybody you got like that, just uh, give, us a, give us a ring anytime and uh, drop a line and tell us what's, what's up. And Yeah, we'd love to. Yeah, anytime you want to call in, too. Uh, it's always it's funny, too, because that, that, you, know, you were lucky enough to go to the CIA because that was really like a, a era for me and for a lot of people, and it was real short. We were only there from 93 to 95, and then we moved to our new place. And once we moved to the new place, it was cool, but it was never as cool as that spot. And, uh, the well, you were into clothing there. It was different. You were yeah. into the textile thing mm-hmm. more in that building. Besides, you know, whatever else you were doing. Yeah, we still did that. We still, we, I can remember. You were heavily into that. Oh, yeah. No, it was, uh, and the 95 was literally like when we were just about to move to the new place. And when we moved to the new place, we got a little bit more professional. And that, that's where, of course, you know, like, that's why I went down in the basement there. I was like, all right, we're getting professional. I'm going to the fucking basement. I'm going to go set my shit up down there. But, it, <laughs> but at, the, at that first place, we really had it kind of, because we're on the second floor, so you had to have dedication just to go through the front door. I bit. remember coming up the stairs. I remember the place was locked, and you let me in, and it was a few hours that I won't forget. You just hung, just you, me, your roommate, your, excuse me, your partner came in, uh-huh. and you just gave like we knew each other for years and years and years. Nice. So I just want to tell the community out there <laughs> that you're no bullshit. Thank like, you, man. Even though people know that. Thank you, bro. You are the shit. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thank you very much. That, that, that was great, because... Uh, I do tell stories about CIA all the time, but it's nice when somebody calls who actually got to uh, All right, Adam, remember me. My name is Brett. I'm going to check right, you Brett. out one day. I'm going to take a trip from Northern California. Come on in. You. Come Just on in. Check you out. We'll get you on the show. Make sure you're Friday. What's your name or Make sure you're on right. Friday. All right. Thanks, bro. Thank you, buddy. There you go. Well, that's pretty nice, man. Yeah, that's really cool. Nice. I was waiting. I was kind of trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure it out. I was going like, all right, wait a minute. This is one of my friends who's fucking around because he's like, you know. But at the same time, I was like, no, it's no, it's real, it's real, it's real. But no, I mean, I did that plenty of times. That was the whole thing. And like, I, like I was saying before, when whenever you own a business, you got to remember that 
you know, you can be an like now everybody's online and they can just be like, you're an asshole, fuck the you. And it's like, asshole, it's like really, you shouldn't like you. May, but when you're inside and you're actually in a place, you almost like, I bet everybody there'd be a lot less fighting for first of all because people don't walk into a place and start fighting and being assholes. But uh, you know, having a, always a brick and mortar shop, my, I was I was literally like an ambassador of weed. You know, I mean, that's how I felt in my mind. So I was like, oh, you're here from where? Let me explain everything to you. So we, you know, bump, 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 go through the whole motions, explain everything. And, uh, people like that, like, you know, he's in NorCal grass Valley. Well, the guy likes weed, right? I mean, I would assume that you wouldn't be a guy from New York, obviously who ends up in grass Valley, who fucking, you know, hung out with me in, in, in Amsterdam back in 1995. You know what I mean? So he's obviously cho- chose a path in cannabis. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of those people who came to Amsterdam in those, those years were, like Soma, for instance, he came in around 95, I believe, or something like that, went to the Cannabis Cup, checked it all out, went to the thing, got a bunch of seeds, came back two years later, started a seed company, and was like, you know, it's, that's how you start, for sure, in a sense. But at the same time, uh, you know, a lot of people came over, were there for a minute, and now run the biggest dispensary in their state, you know what I mean? So, so, so anyway, you got to be... Gotta be cool. Don't want to take up all your time, Oscar. Now you're just fucking hanging on the side with James. You guys don't even get on my show. <laughs> no, you, you are on the show. <laughs> Oscar, that uh, that pink glue you were speaking of sounded really the feminized. Sounded pretty interesting. I thought. And, and uh, yeah, thanks, thanks. What's the yield on? Is that, is that like real? Uh, is that living up to its its its? I mean, in your mind, you're thinking monster. It's got to be huge, right? Is it, is oh it, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That the heavy yields of the gorilla definitely come through. Nice. Uh, no doubt about it. And that's the one uh, you were saying is. But with pretty popular the right gorilla. now. Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. That one's that one's fairly popular right now. You're saying. Yeah. Um, yes, it is. And the funny thing is, I didn't expect it to be as popular as it is. Um, <laughs> it's very popular in Europe, um, but then also domestically, it's uh, it's really taken off. Um, we see out of stocks on it uh, quite often, so uh, it's a good product. You know, people really like it. Good buzz, great yields. The taste of it is, is really good. Um, you know, I I've always and, and Adam, you're probably like this too. Is you know, I work with strains that I really like to smoke. So if there's something that I like, really really like, then yeah. I want to work with it to really develop it into something because if i don't if i won't smoke it why would i expect somebody else to smoke you know oh for sure 100 percent. and it's like you know unfortunately there's just so much out there that you know people haven't tested or checked or whatever and it's just out there and it's going to get grown by somebody at some point and they're gonna be like whatever but you know it's so much easier when you're involved and you're like deep in it because it's like the difference between knowing what you're you're even discussing or not. You know what I mean? It's like if it's like it's like if you didn't do your homework and you copied off somebody else, and then you, you're told to stand in front of the fucking class and explain the shit you didn't even listen, you didn't even read. You know what I mean? It's like you'd sound like an idiot. You know what I mean? And it's kind of the same with with when yeah. you grow out plants. It's kind of like it all comes out of that. You know, you unfortunately don't get a chance to to test it that easily. You have to go through three months of the same amount of work to grow something really good 
And if you grew something really good, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's that classic, like, you know, when you harvest and you're like, man, I wish I just grew all of that. Like, fuck, why did I grow yep. all these other, like, that yep. one particular thing, you're, <laughs> now you realize you should have just done all that, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah, it's part of the, it's part of the learning curve. Yeah. So with your, when you're seeing, yeah, it, it, so. with your seed production, are you I'm doing, sorry, most, are you doing all organic uh, growing or how, how, how is your, what's your technique, your personal sort of preference? I do, co- I do cocoa. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like, it depends if I'm doing outdoor or indoor. Like, okay. last yeah, of course. summer, I grew outdoor, and I used exclusively green grow. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the, the biologicals out of Northern Cali, out of Windsor. Phenomenal. So easy to use. Organic. It doesn't have the OMRI certification on it, but it is organic. Um, they, they just want to pay the 20 grand for the certification. but. Right. You know, one of the smartest products on the market. And what really attracted me to Green Grow when I first heard about it was here is a fertilizer company that introduced a product that is organic. They added biochar, they added mycorrhizae. I mean, nobody else is doing that. How perfect is that? That really got me excited about it. I started using it. I never got burnt tips, everything was lush. I mean, everything just grew so healthy, and you know, I just I really believe in their product line. And now, and then, when you say product line, you're talking about like uh, soil, and then they gave you some extra food, or was it like a super soil where it was all in there? It was again all amended and ready to roll. Um, well, I I'm talking about their their fertilizer. Oh, just okay. So, so you they have. They have a veg, they have a bloom, mm-hmm. they have the mycorrhizae, which, you know, you use at transplant. Okay, so, um, so you, you add uh, all those yourself, basically. Yeah. They don't have their own soil line, too, on top of that. That's, that's all I was saying. Cool. They uh, do, but I, I didn't use their soil line, mm-hmm. but they do have one now. Right. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then indoors, you're, you're kind of co- cocoa sort of concentrating, mostly? Yes, yes. Um, cocoa and... Uh, you know, uh, I add, I don't, <laughs> probably I could like this, but I use probably about 30% perlite. Uh, the chunkier, the better. But, uh, you know, they, uh, and my nutrients, uh, I, I, I'm sorry? What did you say, James? Number four on the perlite. Chunkier, the better. I like number four. Yeah. Yeah, you just want to get rid of perlite, perlite Mountain faster. You're like, get rid of Perlite Mountain now. <laughs> <Yep>. Chunkier. <laughs> I need bigger chunks. Yep. Well, <laughs> I've started using the the, uh, the grow stones, though. Uh-huh. Um, you know, both at the bottom of my buckets and then mixed in. Um, and, you know, the re- that recycled glass mm-hmm. is, is a really good product. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. There you so. go. See, you're, just, you're, you're doing, doing work. Prefacing the sponsoring, yeah, we, we 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 they were sponsoring us for so long. So we and we told them when we when they stopped that we would continue to sponsor them, even though they left us. And so there you go, you you have fulfilled my my promise. Thank you. <laughs> so since they haven't talked about it, haven't talked about them in a while. <laughs> by accident, but not by design. No, that there you go. It proves it proves it actually works. No, that it's a good product line. Um, anything recycled, you know. What I mean, and, uh, I'm I'm into, especially when it's it's you know intelligently done. I mean, obviously you don't want people recycling product that just to get, you know, as filler to make things not, you know, not work or some bullshit. But when it comes to like inert 
things. Yeah, sure, perfect. Recyclable inert things. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yep. Do you? Um, so, so you indoors with that cocoa line are you using the same? We're uh, working with the same same nutrients, or are you working with different nutrients? No, different nudes. Uh, so indoor, I use Foranova, the one part. Mm-hmm. Um, I've used it for years. I've used a lot of different stuff in the past. I've used House and Garden, used a canna. I mean, I've probably used, you know, uh, most things in the market. For me, um, the Foranova is just very simple. Uh, I know it's politically not correct now because of the ties to Monsanto and, and everything, but, uh, you know, I just have... Uh, I've had really good success. You said it, not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's all on you, bro. Guilt is deep, right? You're like, fuck. Uh, hey, I man. hear it almost weekly from my from my bud. So, do you? Oh, yeah. Only someone's razzing you. Speaking of that, speaking of razzing you, right? There we go. This is. We've already talked about this once, but I, oh, I might as well get it on the show because then I can tell my friend. Yeah, hey, yeah. Look, I razzed him live on the thing, but. Your logo, right? First, do you remember when I asked you yep. about your logo? I was like, you know, that is actually from Steve Marino, who's a friend of mine. Like that is that is literally the logo of his comp- of his, the company that he works for, which is Blackflies, and and yep. you, and you're in California too. They're in Huntington Beach, so I was like, you guys are like pretty damn close. Did you? I mean, were you aware of that, or is that like a, by design, or is that um, just sort of like you didn't realize that? They were right down the road. <laughs> That's kind of what I was wondering. I know. <laughs> I totally know it. And uh, you and I both know uh, Mo. Oh, yeah, that's uh, true. Sims. Okay, so Mo, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mo told you. Uh, yeah. So okay. he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He's totally cool with me using his logo. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I, I've known him for a long time. Oh, good. Great guy. He's grown out. Or uh-huh. His friends have grown out my seeds. And, uh-huh. you know, it, uh, we just have kind of a mutual agreement it's cool for me to use it and you know um no no okay so that's good that's, that's good that's really where it started exactly no it's good because it's We're one of those every day every right day. well it's like one of those things where uh you know it's it's a very uh like i wore so much of the fucking like literally if you saw me anywhere between probably 1994 or 5 and like 2007 i still have some stuff but around 2005 that's all I wore because I'd wear either my own stuff or his shit because I'd have to go to I'd go into I'd come into LA and get glasses and fucking tons of t-shirts from them and, and just like come back and so mm-hmm. so that logo was kind of ingrained into my brain you know what I mean so like when I first saw it I was like holy yep. shit dude and this is like uh, a couple of years ago and then so I didn't and like I remember kind of getting the story halfway so that I didn't really I still didn't get it you know what I mean I was still kind of like eh. and so until I actually asked you until I figured it out but um, even then I kind of think I mm-hmm. forgot I was like I'm going to ask him about the thing because I think I totally forgot but yeah mo, <laughs> mo, those guys I mean they run they, they they pretty much ran that place for a while for those years um, they were actually mm-hmm. some of the most entertaining people uh, that would come through because that's the bad thing about Amsterdam it was always like timing it was like Oh, it's December. Then for sure, those guys are showing up, you know, because they would like roll in every year around the same time, and just go completely nuts. You know what I mean? So <laughs> they, uh, yeah, yeah, they're fun people. But it's good to see that their line is actually good coming folks. coming back now too, because it kind of died for about I don't know five, six, yeah, eight years. Yeah, I, it was, it was kinda... I usually get a couple a uh, couple shipments from them of their seat of their uh, glasses mm-hmm. because I mean they've got the coolest shades. 
out there. Sure. And, um, well, yeah, and you get that's your, all I wear. I will you, not wear Oakley. <laughs> right. Well, you got the logo. You got your logo built in. Everyone's like, "Dude, you got your own glasses?" And I was like, "No, kinda." <laughs> People do ask me that. Oh, I bet. I'm I, serious. I, I yeah. bet. I bet. <laughs> um, Where'd you get them custom made? <laughs> right. Right. So, um, you do you do any kind of like uh, land race stuff in in the past, or kind of collecting any other places besides from? Uh, you know, strains that are out there here or, you know, modern strains, you could call them? Well, um, you know, when I first started, it was uh, really a lot of uh, skunks and Afghans. You know, they did the uh, um, a lot of the Dutch strains, uh, a lot of greenhouse, you know, a lot of Aryan stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I throughout the years have collected seeds from a lot of land race uh, Afghanis. Um, but um, with those, um, I haven't really incorporated many into my lines just because when I've grown them out, they weren't exactly what I was looking for or they weren't the right piece to the puzzle at the time. Mm-hmm. So I still have a, a, a very deep collection um, of these strains, which, you know, um, you know, one day I may bring them back. And I remember, uh, what was it? Emerald cup, uh, on your show with, uh, Rob Clark, mm-hmm. he had mentioned, um, you know, land race. We got to get back to that, you know, because of all the watering down of the, the, uh, the lines that we're seeing nowadays mm. because everyone's working with the same stuff and, yep. you know, we need to get back before we lose that, uh, those original strains. And, and, you know, I, I get that. Um, and so, you know, my plan is to eventually, you know, work with those and that's why I collect them and have collected them for, for years. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the reality is not even, I mean, yes, they're land races, but I think the reality, like the starting point, would be when people were, you know, like people who were smoking good import were saving seeds, because if you go back to where they are, you're you're not really the chances of getting the true land races are even le- like get harder because you don't you'd have to test everything because you'd have to you don't know if it's been contaminated by somebody already, you know. Whereas if it's stuff that's literally, you know, in seed form from 1971 or 1970 you know, or 69 or something in those ranges and people rem- like that are still alive and remember smoking it and can give you kind of like a uh, sandalwood and that one's a little bit spicy and that one's, you know, if they have that kind of recollection still, you might be able to, you'd be better off almost doing it that way than you would be going back to wherever they're from because it's just like that's the, the fuck up is not, is that there's, we've traveled everywhere and fucked it all up. You know what I mean? And now we're traveling yeah. so easy and, like, if you go to, like, Vietnam and you're like, yeah, I found this killer plant. This guy, you know, who knows? A guy could have rolled through there, gave him something. And then all of a sudden it's like you're coming home with some super silver haze. And you're like, really? This is, uh, you know, you figure it out. And you're like, waste of time. It will happen, too, you know, so. Oh, oh that's, uh, it reminds me, like, uh, last time I was in Jamaica, you know, I was looking for the lamb's bread, mm-hmm. and, you know, I talked to a cabbie. Oh, yeah, I got the lamb's bread. You know, let's uh, let's make a stop. He comes out with some skunk, you know, and it was wet skunk. So mm-hmm. <laughs> not the lamb's bread. <laughs> right, right. No, and, and 
it, it, I mean, Jamaica is a good example, a really good example, because it's like one of those places that's traveled to and from so much by so many people, and so many people came back from Amsterdam with seeds, and so many people came in from Canada with seeds or from wherever, you know, and, and, and like that place is, has traded back and forth so much that, you know, and we don't even know what those original so-called legendary strains that people would think of, which even the locals, it's kind of like it goes mountain by mountain and time by time and like an orange hill you'll go and it'll be like whatever's the hottest thing of the moment because every cab driver is telling you the same thing that's literally what it comes down to it's like okay you know like when when my friend was collecting seeds for the the what we call lambo now we originally called rambo it was all jamaica he was there for a couple of years, you know like maybe a year and a half and he like you know just figured it out it took him like a, you know he was there long enough to be cool enough to get close enough to get good stuff and it was just like he he would know what the real thing was but then it would be told to the cab drivers that just give it some other name and then all the cab drivers drove around and called it whatever you know what i mean but one was nine months skunk yeah. and one was uh most wanted and the most wanted was the one that the cab drivers loved of course because they're like you know you know that was their oh yeah you need the most wanted man we get you now you know and that was cruised around and he got seeds from all those but in general that was like probably a year if it was like a year later it would have a new name you know what i mean it would just like so they're not too loyal to the, right. keeping it original you know what i mean it'd be like <laughs> have some whatever was more hot at the moment so um and then with uh, right. what's your team like that helps you out? I mean, you just kind of like been doing it all on your own, or you got like a couple people, or yeah, no, I've got uh, a couple uh, longtime friends that uh, that help me out with uh, flowering out not only um, you know some some crosses, but then also some flowers, and uh, we had uh, a little break um, this year. But we're uh, we're back up and running, and uh, yeah, so we do a little bit of everything. Um, but our, it seems our focus has really been more on the seeds lately, since things have really picked up, and you know, uh, uh, we've had some really good success, um, especially with uh, with seeds here now, and uh, that guy. You know, how well uh, the strains have done there. That guy, yeah. Yes, I know. That's why you're here. Um, well, now. That's why I'm here now. Now you're here. You're here now. You're right here now. And your seed guy. And your seed guy. Um, no, it is good. And, and you know the thing I like. To, I like to see the trend. I like to see the trend now within growers just to to accept the fact that they need to kind of branch out a little bit, try different things take risks in that sense mm-hmm. because everyone got so clone dependent but also you know russets i think are probably the easiest way to get to keep people from not ever wanting to accept clones again because anybody who's done that in the last couple of years is is you know just like stared into hell or something you know what i mean it's like the oh truth, my man. god yeah like it's the worst it's the, the worst resistance you hear it all the time yeah it's it's the worst and especially yeah. like you know when you like it's the learning curve and when you see every day you're not sure if people are joking now because it's like they're putting up a photo and you're just like, all right, have you not like look? You are if you're on the same fucking like probiotic fucking alliance whatever thing that we're all on or whatever, and you're you're looking at it and you're like, those are russets. If you're on here and you don't recognize russets by now, you're fucking out of your mind because it's like, yeah, and and so it's one of those. Um, 
scourge, scourges of the industry, but the reality is it's, it's also like going to separate the people who, who are just relying on clones all the time. Like, oh, just taking clones. You know, it's like they're going to be out of business within, you know, one or two more cycles because they're going to get it regardless because someone's not going to see it. And then you got pe- people who are doing seeds who are, you know, the thing is, is there's a stumbling block in the beginning where a lot of people where they just don't know how to select and they get a little nervous and they're, ah, you know, but, and you always fuck up. I mean, you always kill the thing that you should have not killed and kept because you, you yeah. went for the big one or whatever, you know what I mean? It's guaranteed, you know, let's just take it as a fucking, yeah, yeah. As a, take it as a loss, you know what I mean? But, but, uh, so you got like, do, do you give out, um, a lot of, te- I mean, you give out a lot of testers outside of just your friends and just kind of get some feedback that way or, yeah, yeah, and what I like to do is um, I don't do very many shows, but when I do do shows or I have, you know, when James is doing the shows, I'll give out freebies mm-hmm. with uh, with a purchase because um, I want to get feedback, and that's why I like to go out and do shows. I'll probably do maybe, I don't know, three, four, five shows a year, but um, to me, that's really valuable because... Mm-hmm. I'm able to get feedback from growers in different uh, states. So, for example, you know, I love seeing people growing out my strains in different climates, whether it's uh, Colorado, Oregon, California, mm-hmm. Michigan, Arizona, because I want to see what the nuances are, what's the differences, what are they seeing, what's the feedback. Because for me as a breeder, um, that's invaluable. I need to hear what they're experiencing, what they like, good, bad, or ugly. You know, I can't improve what I do if I don't get that feedback. That's so, so important. So um, for me, you know, that's I love connecting with growers, and, um, you know, social media really helps with that uh, as well as, as doing some of these shows. Yeah, it's always, I mean, it's also cool when people uh... – you know, like literally come back with you, like you'll go give it to them and they've even gotten it down to oil or down to extract and you're like, well, damn, that's even be- better than normal because normally you get it back. Some, you know, it'll be flour or something like that. It'll be in like in a wet, you'll be in full, coming from, it came from Florida, it's in the bottom of a thing and it was squished and you're like, great, you know. <laughs> but when somebody hands you like, like a finished oil product and it's actually on point and like, wow, it's like really kind of what you expected, it's always more rewarding almost as a breeder like that than you know, winning a cup or something like that, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Dude, this thing is nice. I like that. Yeah. Let's see? Start. See? He's getting the hang of it. So we, 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 uh, we're, we're smoking James's uh, torchless nail that he that he hawks on his... I love on, that. On his, you like those things, the torchless nail that he has? <laughs> he always has it, and he's always I missing it. <laughs> you have one? Oh, good. Yeah, good, because James is always missing a part. That's the problem. He's always it's missing a head or something. <laughs> it's broken. Uh, yeah, but oh, it always works just fine for me. Uh, that's my second attempt at it. The little bit of a learning curve, but they rip. Slight nice. learning curve. Took two hits to kind of get it together. Now on the third one, he's going to be a pro. It's all that. He's got to get like the halfway up, and then it's all. I mean, how 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 easy is it? You push a button, you know. Well, you don't have a torch, you know, and all that stuff. The nice part is, is that like when you're doing certain oily like stuff that. You just waste so much more because when you're trying to do it with a regular one, you always end up like every time just because you kind of have yeah. to to get like, and 
maybe it's going to be a good one or maybe it's not. And this one seems to be you can use less and get kind of a better hit because it's coming from the the bottom instead of like wasting and just. It's crazy how fast it gets hot and then cools down too. Yeah. Adam's all touching it early right after he hits it. Yeah, it was dangerous. It was dangerous shit. I was like in there. I was in there. It's touching it. Yeah. I was doing all your tricks, James. That's why James breaks all of his. So he's got really big fingers and he just like, eh, look at it. I can touch it. And he, break, <laughs> and he breaks them. Yep. Yep. It's cool. So don't let James. Now the new silly bongs are completely transportable. Yeah, I don't like those things. Not a big fan. I do. Yeah, I know you do. I know you get on, and yeah. they're always like, yeah, because you don't ever want to keep those things around. That's the problem. It's like maybe cool for a show or two, and then after that, you're like, ooh. Definitely for a weekend or something. You're like, high school was a while ago, bro. <laughs> 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 Total. <laughs> well, I, keep, I, 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 I just keep it in my, in my coffin case. So I, don't, I don't use it all the time, but when I go to a show, I just grab a coffin case and just got everything in there. Yeah. No. Glass. I have to smoke out of glass. I mean, that's the one thing. It's like, come on now. Come on now, James. Don't I smoke. am. It's a bowl of glass. It's no. God. It's like I'm smoking through a dildo or it's something. Not, it's just not using, terrible. I'm just not adding butane. Terrible. It's something I just extracted butane from. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. Um, so, uh, so let's, do a, let's do a quick giveaway. My oh, wants shit. To do packs. Oh, yeah. He was just, I could tell he was itching oh. for that. Like, give him away. What you got? What you got? We're some free packs. So, what are you gonna do? You gonna do some uh, crazy? Somehow, let's let, let's have uh, either people call in or whatnot. But give me two of Mosca's first four strains. Two of his first four strains. Uh, calling in or okay? So who's on the chat? Who's checking it out? You checking it out? You checking it out? I'm on the chat, but I'm having. Where's Kenny Mine doesn't. Blonde. Mine's stuck. Mine has trouble refreshing. I have to keep. Going back into it. Are like you on the? Are, so Shailene is now nice. is now listening to the show from we're afar. Crashing, we're, we're crashing so charge. she's in charge of right. the chat room now. So you're in charge of the chat, Shailene. Whoever has the first two correct. Of course, we can't tell her. She doesn't even know. So she's just gonna like be looking over there, like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't say she wouldn't know. She's pretty. She's, she's all right. She she's may know. Fun. She might. You may have to text her the actual answer though, so she's like yeah. correct 100. percent So she's not just. So there you go, James. Your job. Your job is to. Your job is to actually type out all the names, send it to Shailene. Shailene's in charge. She's watching the thing. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be like a freaking giveaway. All right. There you yep. go. Awesome. And so, what are you giving away? What are you give? What are you giving away? Mine won't refresh. What are you giving away? Yeah, I'm just refreshing. Uh, What's Moscow want to give away? I don't know. Um, the farm, right? Yeah, I want to give you a, a pack of the pink, pink gorilla. Yes, James. That's a good choice. Okay. That's a, so now. Pack of the pink gorilla, it is. Don't you call in? Don't you? He's already telling oh, oh, we got a winner. I'm on camera. You already got a winner? You seeing it? You see the winner already? Someone's got it? Spring Hill. Oh, of course it's Spring Hill. This is his show. What are you talking about? He runs this thing. He runs this show. Well, he should he should just get a pack just because he's Spring Hill. All right. For the second winner, we'll do another pack. For the second one, what are the other two? All right. No Spring Hill Jacks allowed. So, sorry. You already won. Just just in case he tries. Well, there's a really obvious one that no one's even mentioned here. Oh, so so whoever. That was. 
Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. We could we could do that. It could be the winner. Okay, okay. okay. Whoever yeah, does yeah, the un whoever yeah, whoever mentions on, the yeah. unmentioned. You have to undo the unmentioned now. Mm -hmm. The unmentioned must be mentioned. So the old time moonshine came a little bit later. Yeah, you know, uh, luckily I thought the sci fi was like 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 for science fiction, but it's actually not. Yeah. T C fly. <laughs> but in Europe they call it sci fly. I always thought sci-fi was like, ooh, sci-fi movies, so. No, well, sci-fi. question was, two of the first four Moss Constraints. Dun, 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 dun. No, I, think, I thought we have all, I think three of them have been said, haven't they, or not? Are we missing one? Well, the obvious one was the no! preservation project. Oh, God, did you just do that? <laughs> you couldn't do that. Don't do it. Don't say it. <laughs> don't do it. You know hard, all I'm saying. Do you know how hard it is to come up with these little stupid things? No, it takes like all of us would look at each other if we had to like, now what are we going to do? I don't know. Think of another question. Oh, no. Think of a question. Let's see, Flower Monkey, what size shirt are you? Oh, well, here we go. See, my thing, I'm like, in, I'm frozen like an hour ago. I think mm -hmm. my thing Yeah, I have to like manually refresh. I'm in this dungeon. That's what happens when you're in the dungeon. Because you're, you're in the basement of hell. The dungeon. It's the DU double engine right down here, buddy. It's the dungeon. Oh, so we could, I guess, I guess we could announce that. Uh, huh? Main sponsor stuff we got going on. Hmm? What's going down? For the old uh, Emerald Cup. Oh, right. The seeds uh, here now. The, the main, main sponsor. sponsor Emerald Cup. Cup, oh, cup, 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 cup. Oh, my God, God, God. No, no, no. 15 boosts. 17 boosts. How many boosts? Yeah, I, get, I get two golf carts. Oh, yeah, that's the best Ten part boosts. right there. Two golf carts? Fuck yeah. So one of them's got my beard well, all over it. We'll do the beard boosts. cart. We'll make a beard cart. And seeds. So 15 of my guys. Right. Plus, we're going to be there, so it's, uh, right. it's, it's a so way to get go. there. There's also, uh, we're trying to make this work, trying to figure out a way to do it, but um, we're probably going to do an auction, possibly, each each night um, with select packs from the breeder. And so you'd get a classic pack from his refrigerator auctioned off at the show from him, you know, signed and everything. So it doesn't get much better than that for, for some people. So um, uh, we've got that probably going, too, which is going to be pretty cool. So. Sounds good. No, two, all I heard is two golf carts. My brain just froze. I was like, "Yes, this is going to be the best." Because <laughs> yeah, you don't get one, one golf cart. It's cool, but two golf carts—that's fucking mayhem, dude. That's like because yeah. then you're following each other. That's you're causing. Droid. You're causing fucking. You know, I'm going to go over here and cause some shit, and you go that way and break through the thing and that kind of shit going down. You know, it's going to be great. So one of them. All right, I'm already. I'm already claiming one of the carts already. Like mine, mine, yeah. it'll be mine, I'll, mine. <laughs> only, only, only if you only, only get dressed up. It needs to be cardboardy, but you have to. No, I'm gonna make sure I have a driver. I won't be me driving. They'll be they'll be have designated driver. I will be like I'll, KTI will be our designated driver. It's all he'll do is drive the cart because he I know he's the perfect cart guy. Can't get mad at him. He's impossible oh, 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 to get oh, mad. Yeah. At. What do you ask these things? And he'll do either, anything we say. In, in <laughs> That's all we want. Yeah, he can. He'll innocently do anything we say, and, and nobody can get mad at him. So it's perfect. Do you remember last year's Emerald Cup? They're not letting us drive anything again. No, no. <laughs> we got a guess from the chat room. We lost Mitch to the other side last year. Who we got? We're going on. So. No, a guess. <laughs> oh, we have a guess. Yeah. Guess here we have a guess from this from the chat room. Guess? So from Matteo, he says Indiana bubblegum and old time moonshine. 
What do we have? Well, that's close. Half right. Hmm. Half there. Can't get Full-time moonshine came later. You're right. Well, there you go. That's half right. Then, and that is not right. It's 100 percent not right. Oh, that one was your bestie. What? That one was your best friend there. Who's that? The golf cart guy. Oh, always golf cart guys are always my best friends. Anybody with golf carts, my buddies. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much the way it goes. Yeah. All right. I'm Oscar. So why don't we just why we just give it to him, Oscar? Tell him to come on. Don't yeah. do it. You guys, what, nobody knows. This was internet age. People should have already had this answer twelve times around and printed and turned into a right? business card. Like here you go, bro. Do a quick search. God, come on, people. Anyway, now we can talk no, about. We'll, we'll talk about other. We'll talk about other stuff. And if they guess right, we'll, we'll give it to them. But um, so well, uh, Ron Bergman has one right. So. Okay, one right is that what we're looking for? No, we're looking for two. So, aren't we? I don't know. I don't know. It's taking so long. It's like a raffle, bro. Raffles are the worst. Raffles kill parties. You know that, right? Like you go, all right, it's raffle time, and then everyone's just like, you might as well go home. <laughs> Unless you bought a raffle ticket like an idiot, and then you have to sit there and listen to every single raffle until the last one, and then you're like, <sighs> so anyway, that's my two cents on party raffles. Forget about it. Um, I, buy, I buy those tickets. Like, oh yeah, but you're that guy. Yeah. I know. And then you walk home with like, you got like a big I'm ninety nine foot long strip of tickets that you bought and didn't win nothing. That's the worst. If you buy one, if you buy one, that's cool. When you have like a whole strip and you're trying to like listen to the guy. Oh, I got one through this, and I'm trying. To, ah, it's a nightmare. So, uh, any any out of any like uh, other. Are we doing any Hawaii trips coming up, James? What's going on? When's Hawaii? Why? How come we haven't gone to Hawaii? That's what I'm wondering. Same. I'm sure Mosca's wondering the same thing. How come we're not going to Hawaii more yeah. often? Yeah. What the hell? Is that springtime? Is that, or I, hated, I hated Hawaii. I did not see. I didn't see the, 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 the ocean once. I didn't see the beach once. I think Mosca would like Hawaii. to go there. I think he would like to go there too. I have a feeling. I have a feeling since he's you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> we got another guest uh, here. Oh, another guess. We have another guess, guys. Here so, we go. So, Matty O is guessing Indiana Bubblegum and McFly. Well. <laughs> uh, three quarters right? Is he three quarters right? right? Is he three quarters right? Okay, and we have another guess, three too. Three quarters, because it's actually half oh, of the oh, game. Okay, here we go. Another guess. We have another last guess, probably. Okay. Hopefully this is correct, because I'm glad you guys came up with something complicated, okay. though. Usually we just... So, uh... Before that one? Yeah, after that. Oh, Uh-oh. after that. Okay, Uh-oh. so this one is uh, from Caddy420. It's Indiana Bubblegum and Ripple. Well, Ripple is uh, <laughs> it's a little bit later, so uh, no, not quite. Nope. Okay. Well, you're very elusive, at least. I'm not sure if this is a guess, Mine's but the easiest. C4 and Cindy99. Uh, yeah, that, I think well, that's, that's a cross. The C four was from Camara, uh, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's one of the original ones. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the originals. That is one of the original, and we're looking for what? Yeah, two yeah. now. So is that a winner? Is that a d- 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 one more? Oh, one more, bro. How do we win now? If one person's getting it, one person, ah, I don't get it. Okay, see, that's how these contests all go. They're all complicated now. Got to give nine packs away because we didn't didn't make our contest make any (laughs) sense. Oh, there's Boo. Yeah. Boo is is right on the one that we've all been looking for, the C99. Oh. Yeah, Boo's got it. Boo's your winner. 
Bougie winner. Bougie winner. Bougie winner. Bougie winner. Bougie boy. There you go. Bougie boy. Little Yachty. Little Yachty won. Little Yachty called in. He won. All right. Well, that's a good. Finally. Jesus Christ. I've never. You're not supposed to go that long. You're supposed to be like two or three. Spring Hill Jack, of course, already knew all those answers, and he's just. Was held back because he, he <laughs> could not happy man could not win. He was like, "God damn it, I knew this." That's awesome. Yeah, Spring Hill, Spring Hill Jack was all was all over it. He knew right away. I was like, "Damn!" Of course but, he knew. Uh, of course he knew. Shout out to Jack Gang. It's, uh, it's fun playing with those guys. Thanks for tuning in every day, every every weekend. Every day, if you want, yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. I don't care. We're not. I won't be live. Every day. Every day. Every weekend. <laughs> Every well, I did have one friend of mine who uh, was the new listener who um, travels a lot. So while he was listening, while he's traveling, he's been listening to the show nonstop. And so I was like, it's kind of like half going like On the podcast. Podcast. Well, yeah, it's just it's kind of funny if you think about it. Just like somebody who's like driving ten hours straight and just nonstop every day, kind of rah, 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 driving all around, just delivering shit and driving and rah, like, oh, I love the show now because it's all I listen to, and it's just like. Must be just yeah. I don't know. It's, for me, it's weird. But whatever. Not like must be better stuff than this. <laughs> no, like, but you know what I mean. It's like I know how they're long. They're, they're long episodes. But he's totally into it, and he's like calling my other friend and like telling him all these stories. It's hilarious. And then that guy calls me up. He's like, "Dude, he really loves your show." I'm like, "Well, there you go. Another dedicated listener." Dude, that guy that called earlier was pretty awesome. Yeah, Brett. That was, was nice. Awesome. Brett was I was, awesome. I was, I was the same way though. I mean, I I was the same way. I listened to him all the time. I I played when I was working in the grill. I played in the background and listened to him. Sure, it's very background. Very backgroundy. That's a good. That's a good. Good way of putting us. Good in the background. Don't actually listen. Because <laughs> if you listen, you might get trapped. No, it's. It's cool. And I like, I, I, it goes quick, you know, because sometimes people are like, when they come on, they're like, you tell them we were a three hour show, and then they're like, oh my God. But there's so much to jibber jabber about cannabis and bring on, and there's, and there's enough interesting characters out there, you know, so that's, that's one of the things. Um, when you're, when you're uh, doing all the shows now, are, are you, are you uh, personally going to these, or you got like, you get your B team guys out there nowadays, because that's, that's always a sign of, uh, when seed companies are successful, then you never see the real owners anymore. They're all gone. That's why. That's why I'm always at the seed. That's why I'm always at the shows. I'm like, Dad, here I am. <laughs> Not successful yet, but now you, do you have like a B team that goes out for you, or do you have like uh, only James pretty much is representing you? So obviously, um, it's, it's just it's 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 like my breeders. I don't I don't I don't, care. I, I don't have a, a B team. It's all every, all my guys are A teams. Yeah, so you're um, just well, you're, it's I all have, James. Have one team, and we all we all go out. So. But um, you, they're all they're all AT members, definitely you, from from like from customer service that has to deal with. I know easy. you don't have to sell us on your customer service. Too. We all know that. But no, Mosca, are you going out? Are, are, you, are you personally going out? Of course, to I'm going out. Yeah, I mean, you're talking as much gear as we've got. We got to take to show it. Oh, stop, James. We know you go out, James. No, I'm asking Mosca though. He don't just put that on. Don't just put that on your bag going on Greyhound. You know what I mean? Yeah, bags of cash, dude. That's how we do it. You, I, I put them on a Greyhound. I tell you to pick up that gray, green bag. That's how we roll. No. Not quite, not quite. Um, but no, I was just saying, no. uh, was, were you going out personally to some of these shows? Uh, I mean, I, I, I selectively go to certain shows with James, but I, I know that James is doing a good job, so I don't have to, I don't have to hand, be there to babysit him because I know he can handle it. He's doing good. 
but it is nice when you when sometimes you, it's funny like 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 when you gotta see uh, uh, Joe Joe Petrie swing on, on Danny Danko. There you go. Awesome. Like, you couldn't you couldn't pay money you couldn't pay money <laughs> no. for it. I mean that was like I heard about that. You weren't there. No, you missed out, bro. I mean that was that was worth the whole literally worth the entire trip was to see that <laughs> go down. <laughs> well, also I knew it because Danny said it like ten minutes earlier. He's like, if he comes near me. I'm gonna fucking. He, he said the reverse. He was gonna swing on him, and then all of a sudden he got like swung on. I was like, dude, what was the, what was all that talk about swinging on him? <laughs> you know, like, it was the classic. It was like the. If he comes near me, send me the video. I, I have the video. Of Do it, you? So it's, it's oh, video we should. Yeah, we'll send it to MTA. Why don't you send it to MTA? Send it. Play it. Let's play it on the show. Why you spin him? He throws it. Hey. All right, well, I'll give you guys a video. All right, well, let's it's do it. Watch, I could watch that over and over again. That's like one of those, it, <laughs> it's, it's literally like, oh, my I'd God. I'd like to see that. See, there you go. We'll get it, send it over to us, and let's yeah. put it up on the show. You bastard. Yeah, James, come on. Come All on, right. James, get it together. Don't right. don't talk about it. Do, bro. I have a problem. <laughs> next weekend, next week we'll do that. And along with that, uh, do you want to have my next week's guest announced, or do you want to do that? Um, sure. I mean, I got, uh, yeah, well, you got... I have a guest too, also coming in. So, um, let me so. see. Oh, so, let me see who it is. I gotta, I gotta figure it out. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out who the hell it is. Who the hell is? <laughs> who the hell? Um, well, my guy, my you, guy. You tell me, your, you know who yours is. My, oh yeah, here's mine. Mine's, uh, it's uh, a journalist named Amanda Chicago Lewis, and she wrote an article about. Strain names, and I was like, it was a GQ article, so it was kind of like you know mainstream. And then I, she asked, she actually contacted us, so I met her at a show I think in Vegas. So she wanted to be on the show, and uh, so when she uh, put this article out, now uh, I decided I'd get her on the show a couple weeks ago. So I'm gonna have she had Phylos on there too, so it was kind of one of those things where it was all, it was all very very. Uh, very uh, synergistic with what we're talking about. So I'm going to have her on with uh, somebody. I don't think it'll be Malgali. I think he'll be on the road, but we'll have somebody from Phylos on there uh, to kind of confer. And it was basically about the fact that na- like big companies are coming for our names to next, you know, and that's kind of like what we what we all fear, right, James? They're coming for us. They're stealing our names. Stealing my names. <laughs> my jobs, my well, names. Well, they're running after me. They're taking my jobs. They're running after nutrients. They're running after lights. It's, we're next. I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you see the writing on the wall. The writing so. is on the wall. You're right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you, I, I saw you posted that today, and then you were, or yesterday, or one of those, days, one of these days close around here, right? <laughs> yeah. And so, and the reality, so, uh, yeah. and the reality yeah. is that it's like, um, you know, again, like we're pretty, we're we're, we're we think we're a strong uh, industry, but the reality is we're we're pretty, still pretty fragmented, and we're still pretty small compared to like, you know, big pharma and big ag and all these kind of people, but. We're still, yeah, there's, 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 there's still pieces of the community that's becoming an industry, but the community still is there if you look hard enough. But it's it's because we've been shunned and they're like, don't tell anybody you do anything for so long that it's hard for them to now, like, unite against something. It's like, wait a minute, you do that too? Shit. Right. right. Well, let's get together then. You know? Right. Um, you didn't tell anybody that your garage was full of tin lights and you'd grow up. 
What? Don't do that. So, uh, got uh, Rev P just rolled in because uh, we're sorry I'm late, folks. It's all right. Don't worry about it. We didn't, Traffic we didn't, is rough. We don't. We don't. We don't ever announce anybody till they're here anyway, just in case. In case <laughs> they don't you. show up and be like, oh, that guy. Like who's that guy? Can, can we yeah. lower this pot a little bit? Uh, what your head headgear? So yeah, yeah, he's gonna fly Super loud? Yeah. It's super loud? You don't want to hear me that loud, that's for sure. No, you're fine. It's uh, just my voice sounds like it's Oh, uh, yeah, well, that's because you got a lot, you got one of those voices. That's the problem. Yeah, I do. I have one of those you loud smoke voices. Cigarettes. You smoke cigarettes as a kid or something stupid. I still smoke cigarettes. Oh, then you're, yeah, that's it. You're and I do a lot of dabs. So. Oh, well, that's great. So um, uh, Rev P's here because we're doing an art show together here in a few weeks. So we're going to talk about it in a sec. I still got Mosca on the line. I got James on the line uh, from. I'm, I'm out of here. All right, James, you're out of here. You're out. You're out. All right, that's cool. Thank you. Nice. Congrats, Keep on, congrats on ten years. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Website, ninety-eight. I'll see you guys all uh, next ninety-eight week. special. Awesome. Take care, man. Cheers. And it's funny because every hey, time. Hey Adam, I'm gonna I'm gonna boogie too. Okay, that's cool. It's good to get you on the line. And then, uh, like I said, we'll hopefully cross paths at some show soon, hang out, and uh, yeah. I, actually, I'll be out that side soon. So I'll give you a heads up if I'm out there, and we'll uh, maybe we'll give Mo a call and go, okay. go hang out and have lunch together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hey, Adam, just wanted to mention, really appreciate everything you're doing for the community and having this show where mm-hmm. you're really digging down deep to help people understand where we've been where we're at where we're going as a, as a community and that's just great stuff you're doing so sure, thanks man uh, thanks for that thank you no like i said it's, e- it's easy right. it's easy just to do what you do and that's what i guess you've been doing for a while now and thank congrats on the 10-year anniversary also and uh i'll tell everybody to uh, keep an eye out for your gear because uh that pink right. Right gorilla on. sounds pretty fire and you know also some of the mainstays for sure yes it did all right take care man Okay. Cheers. All right, peace. <clears throat> so here, Rev, uh, you can have an like, electric bong here, bro. How's that work? Has he done one yet? No, no I have not. So, so basically, you hold this one down, you kind of get it cooking, then you let off for a second, and then you get cranking on again. Okay. That'll give you a good, because you kind of need to double, you kind of double down on it, and it's like one's not enough. So hit it till it kind of, you'll see it kind of cool down, then hit it again, kind of keep going, keep going, hit it then, don't stop. Jesus. The guy that was just on the show was the the creator of it, man. No, he wasn't. Really? He just, he's a reseller. He was a reseller. He couldn't, reseller. Create, he could not <laughs> create it. James. Wow. That's nice. It actually is great. Once again, yeah, you gotta, and again, you got to you got to there's a little there's a little learning curve, bro. You know? Right. Well, you have to learn. As with anything. You're like a stuff, you're like a We're all still learning you're, about you're, this. You're private first class on this one. You're not uh, you've, got, you've got one stripe, I mean, you know, we have to do it Double. We'd have to, have right. to take it apart fifty times, put it back together, and take a hit every time. So, uh, so Rev's here, like I said, because we're going to do a show with Trog, and you've got you've been working with Trog for a few years now, right? Um, well, or a year for two, a, for two, two years. years actually. It works out to be two years because mm-hmm. um, two years ago in April we were going to do his first ever art exhibition. Which, in America, in, in the United States, yeah. um, he had never shown his exhibit his art anywhere in the United up, States. Can you pull up Trognus there? And so. Uh, so we brought him over. <clears throat> we had it, but it was April seventeenth, and as you remember, we had a great blizzard. That was the year I did the Canna Cannaval, which was a cool thing, but a 
big fucking pain in the ass. For right. Me. Um, like, <laughs> it turned into really a disaster. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't cancel. Everybody that he was supposed to meet that came in to actually meet him, that he had business, they got to meet. He got interviewed by Churlo Green, um, which in turn got him noticed by Snoop Dogg. Well, Snoop Dogg was going to bring him back over to do when Snoop opened up his TV station. He was going to have Trog there, and they were going to do a live draw, all this great stuff. Well, a little on the way to Trog, or to Snoop's event, he come into customs, and uh, they put him in a little room. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I'm just, I'm, this is a... Just because he was from Australia, pretty much? Mm, well, he was... It's, it, yeah, kind of, I guess. Um, but what, what happened, it was kind of funny. What happened was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're the only federally recognized cannabis sacrament church in the country. So, um, obviously, he was our guest because we had to fill out all the paperwork, all mm. of, you know, everything. Well, what they told him is because he was a guest of the United States... On the way out, they ask him, did you use cannabis while you were in Colorado? And, of course, him believing it was legal, he said, yeah, I tried it. Well, when he come back in, they told him, they kept him in a room for like six hours. And then they told him, because you used cannabis while you were a guest of the United States, you're no longer welcome. So, <laughs> how many years? For how many years? I, we don't know yet. We're really? we're in the process of you know getting lawyers and, and working our end, but yeah, it was a minimum of a year, obviously, um, because he oh, didn't yeah. even want to bother with it. Well, a year for sure, but I mean, was it like a not ten years or something stupid? Yeah, it was probably extensive, which yeah. is obviously any band would be stupid because he was a guest of our church, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't have been real polite for you to be our guest and still not use our and pray with us. And this is a form well, of our prayers. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't. I mean, definitely the the church. It's kind of like you know, like everybody. Like I was CIA back in the day, and I'm just, everybody. When you pick a name that's really like a name, or you are doing something that is actually like you know something that they can just see like on print, and it's fucking like you're already. It's oh, hard. we don't hide it's, anything. It's hard. Yeah, you're not hiding at all. Uh-huh. As I'm saying, you're not hiding. You're not hiding anything, and you know, then it gives them a lot to pick apart, and kind of like well, oh, and I, cannabis, anything, anything with the word cannabis, you're fucked. Right? And therein lies the uh, the name of our. Your and I next uh, art exhibition, Band in America, and it's M E R I K A. America, uh, because it's 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 a farce for them to considering what he does for a living. His Mm -hmm. reputation should scream cannabis. He's been to the Washington Hemp Fest. Obviously, he smoked there. Um, He's been to L A. Obviously, he smoked while he was at those events. Never once questioned. Now, because he was here on the, on, as a guest at Green Faith, he got questioned. Well, we're going to make a mockery out of them and still exhibit his art and hope people get the enjoyment out of the art um, as much as I do. Because uh, he, So, so the ahead. art that's going to be on display is... Um, Originals or is it actually? They're going to be, they're, they're number one prints. Number one prints, okay. And technically the 50 collection that we have here in Colorado mm-hmm. is the largest cannabis event poster art collection in the world. Okay. Now, cool. be, and the reason that is, is 
because no one's ever been to all of these events to collect all of these posters, much less have the prints. Um, and also, and when it, when it's all said and done, um, these these prints could could possibly make it into the World Book of Records if we want to choose to get recognized because it is that extensive of a collection. Well, and and uh, he's going to have prints available of some of them, or sure, we'll have posters available, prints yeah. available. You can you could we could what we do is we pre-order prints, mm -hmm. and when Trog does the prints, he actually get it's an autographed print. Right. Um, that way, what we do is we order it directly from Australia. Um, as long as the client wants to leave a deposit, mm -hmm. um, we we get a mailing address so that they could pick it up at the studio. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what he does. Um, and plus, we're going to have other uh, swag or merchandise, if you will. Um, obviously, as you can see, I'm wearing. Uh, oh, one his of stuff. His I mean, the thing is, his stuff's always. If you like, you know, Freak Brothers, or you're into like. Oh, that kind of rat style. rod, yeah, yeah rat big, fink. I'm sorry, rat fink and big yeah. daddy roth, big daddy roth and the rat fink style, yeah, stuff. yeah, for so. sure. And and uh, you know, what's interesting too is that, like, you know, he he's you, you said he's he's doing a coloring book and he's got some crazy, oh, some crazy man. sales coming over that, like just um, numbers of people. What the numbers you? on his first one, I, I, you, I, I can't give you the numbers, but it's a million plus. Yeah. I won't go public exactly with the numbers, but it's a million plus adult coloring book. Um, and, and now were, were you saying it was a year of the coloring book, year of the adult coloring book, <laughs> 2016 in officially or just because of him making, I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of <laughs> when the craze took off. Right. Okay. So and you gonna... notice every adult and their brother, it's kind of like the same time the fidget spinners took off. Right. Um, <laughs> I don't, you know, nuts, man. It's insane. Oh. FS, that thing took off. Oh yeah, it, it took off about the same time, and everybody. Same fly is always here. There's like one fly that loves the hey, show. It's that CIA fly. He loves the show. He's like, <laughs> that, hey, I'm back. That droid, that yeah. droid fly. Oh yeah, he's always on my mic and shit. I'm like, you're fucking yeah. kidding me? Because no. <laughs> he's like, you want to hit it, but you can't hit. He can't hit the mic. That's it. Yeah, he's gonna. No, he's he's on you. He's on you. Yeah, he's like, yeah, don't you know, zip zip. My shows are like all karate and shit. So <laughs> like trying to fight the fly, one fly. Literally, he just fucked my. But as show. you can see, um, he's got some amazing pieces, oh, and yeah. the color. Um, if you if you like color art, colorful art, um, they're very incredible. Yeah, no, and then and like I said, super recognizable, and. It's it's funny because I tell people there it is, boom! It's the one. Right yep, there. there it is. There it is. Band in America. America. <laughs> um, you can leave that. We up hope if you to want. see everyone out um, to enjoy the art. Um, that's what it. That's what we got it over here for. Um, for everybody to see what he does, to appreciate it because I mean it takes a special kind to appreciate that kind of art. That one's way nice, dude. Honestly, that, one, that one's cool. He did that especially for us. I mean, I give him the idea of band in America, but he was going to do a play on America and being banned. He just, I put it into words for him better. Right. And then he did that stamp over his name. So, I mean, it, that's his art. I, what, when I ask him to do anything, like for our events, I just tell him, here's some ideas, do trog. Um, it's so much easier that way than to restrict an artist right. um, to, oh, I want it exactly like this. Mm, then, you're, then you're stifling that artist. And Trog has his own style. 
Honey, you can see, if, if you see one trog, most people don't know his name. But when they see his artwork, they oh, yeah, I've seen that. Or I've seen one like that. Or I did you, that today. You, yeah, yeah. It's, all, um, it's all very similar, right? But Yeah, well, it's, it follows a theme. Right, um, right. It's all the colors. He has certain eyeball characters that is always usually in the piece. That one's tied. He's all holding the sack. Yeah, of course. You know, and he's holding the doobie on the other end. Like, yeah. And you notice he put the hashtag, like, right. number. I got the number right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, he put a lot of thought in that. And, and, you know, it took him very little while, didn't it? And yeah. I got a hold of him one evening. I spoke with Adam at our pre-party uh, for Bonathon. And Adam said, yeah, we can do this art exhibition. And I called him that night. And within a day and a half, he had... A rendering of what you see there. No way, really? Yeah. That's pretty uh, incredible. Well, he's the type of guy that when he gets focused, it, it comes easy to him. Right. And I hate to, you know, simplify it like that, but what he does, when he gets into it, he can put out a lot of work in a small amount of time because he just gets into what he does. And in the basic outline, like he'll get the outline of the van or the whatever vehicle and then here, you know, the coloring in later on is easy. It's drawing the piece out from in here in the mind. And I would never want to walk a day in his mind because you see some of the artwork that he pulls off. It's like, hmm, dude, really? Right. <laughs> you know, why, what made you think of that? Oh, I was just doodling. Or drawn. Yeah, he says drawn. He says, I was just drawn. That's what's crazy about it. Some of them just do it. It's freestyle. Just kind of do shit like that. You're just like, what the hell, dude? Well, well you, you know, know well, the thing is, uh, he, like, his style, though, is, is really, like, uh, an extension of uh, that sort of 70s magazine. Yeah, he had style. a great influence by Rat Fink yeah. and, like, the Rolling Stones, the artist, the guy that created the lips and the tongue. Okay. I mean, those guys were his influences. And then, you know, he just carried it through. He didn't go to college. He draw. He disappointed his mom real bad. He, that's one thing he tells. He goes, that's one thing I did was disappoint my mom uh, because I never went to school. But, you know, it paid off, thankfully. Um, and that's what he does is he draws. He goes around the world and draws pictures and <laughs> that's all i mean if you're an artist you know that's all and you can live off of it in any way shape or form it's always good but if you sell a million of anything you got to be making some money no matter what you bottom know, line if is you're making 10 cents each yeah, yeah he's, he's got to be making more than he's that, got right? his niche and and that's what he's found mm -hmm. he's found his audience um when i started doing the smelly clothing over here because nobody could get it unless they order it through the website it was like three weeks we put it in one store all of the sh oh, we put it in one store, and all of the merchandise sold out. Mm -hmm. We're waiting on a new shipment of merchandise to come in to to replenish that store. That's how popular his stuff is. Yeah, no, it'll be a good show, and I love I love the fact that it's uh, accessible art. You know, that's kind of the the thing because it's prints. Obviously, I mean, uh, as a gallery, when you have like it's same with glass, you know, you have like. $20,000 piece, you're not, you know, maybe you'll find a guy, I doubt it, but if you've got sure. four to $700 pieces, yeah, you'll find people because 
it's actually functional and it's art and it's mm-hmm. something you can actually kind of put your hand like okay I can put well, I can put seven hundred bucks down on that. There ain't know? a piece that he puts out that you wouldn't want to put in your man cave mm-hmm. if you were a stoner. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just that you know, it's like oh, and and all your guests will come in and go. Who is that guy? I've seen that artwork before. But mm-hmm. Who is he? Because it's his name that's not known. Yeah, well, it was uh, somebody that I told, and they were like all excited he was going to be there. And I was like, no, he's, I mean, that's the whole name of the show. I was trying to explain him the whole concept of the name that's of the show. That's unfortunate. We, and, and believe me, folks, we are working diligently to get him allowed back in the country uh, because it makes the art exhibitions more important, mm. you know, with him there. Oh. Signing autographs. I already thought of it though. So what we're gonna do is uh, set up. We'll set up a thing so we can do Skype live. Well, um, I just got done emailing with him because mm-hmm. um, I asked him did he want to be on today. Mm-hmm. He said he can't. Okay. Um, how about next week? We can do a Skype or yeah. through the telephone. We can do. A sh- yeah, we'll just do. A, we'll do a sh- uh, the show and. But I'm saying at the live at the actual event. Oh yeah. Oh. We should do a thing. So he do can a watch. live Q and A. Well, can, no, Q&A, because Q&A. he, he can, won't he be can, available. He can, he can just watch. He won't be available. He'll no. be doing the coloring book. He's going black. Okay. He completely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's going black. Well, this, you know, um, you know what happens then, Shailene, right? When you go black. <laughs> Never mind. Never, never mind. mind. Never mind. I don't to, go back. I was oh. trying to bring you back into the discussion, yeah. but uh, never mind. Um, but yeah, he he's going dark. The studio completely and everything, no communication, so he can focus on doing this next coloring book. Huh. Um, three weeks, two two weeks, three weeks, and then but, he'll be but, back. But if we can get him on next week for a little bit, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I promise I'll leave Colorado Springs sooner. Yeah. But you know, there was a wreck, and then. Taste of Colorado happened. It depends if you have to be here, be here. And if not, just call in too. So, oh well, okay. That's, that's, I, mean, that's, you know, I can you hook can, up with you guys with a Skype, and then I can call in. Yeah, we can just all call in, and right. you don't have to drive up. If you don't have to drive up. So no, I got but things cool. I got to do. I'm sure today anyway, it's so, fine. But I'm yeah, saying, just in general, definitely get him on though, because uh, I'd love to talk to him and uh, pick his brain a little bit. Because it's like you, uh, you know, the thing about stoners in general is I always thought I really like. Pretty much uh, like 15 going on, you know, 40 going on 15 or so. That's about average. I mean, you're like probably right on the same. same I'm 52. Yeah, you're 50 going on 16. So it's it's like one year increments. Give me 18 anyway. Stunners go by increments of 14, 15, 16. And by 17, you're in your 70s. You know what I mean? So you're you're kind of like... I mean, you know, when 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 you actually get to the 18, you're like, now it's time to think about, maybe it's time to think about Well, I finally cut my hair if you notice. You might want to change your... Bong water or something like that. If, <laughs> if you <laughs> notice, I finally area. cut my hair. Uh, uh-huh. I don't have the long hair anymore. Yeah, well, I well, mean, but we, I, we but all grow. We all get grown up was, one day. It was for a good reason and for uh-huh. a good cause. This little girl, my Mike Sawyer, down in Colorado Springs, mm-hmm. she's got cancer. All right. And they were raising money mm-hmm. um, for for them to get into a better place because mm-hmm. the apartment they were living in had mold in it, but it was what they could get into when they moved here to get her help. Right. Well, was it a former grow room or not? I don't know. I don't, they don't know, unfortunately. <laughs> right. But the, saying, landlords, the landlords wasn't going to do anything. Right. And my mind wasn't going to get any healthier living in that environment. No, so they raised money, and a few of us got together, and they decided it was 250 each person that got their hair cut. And there was seven of us that got our hair cut. So, mm-hmm. And they reached the goal on each haircut before they 
you know, went ahead and cut it. They mm-hmm. sold each haircut. Sold. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was it was nice to be able to do that because hair grows. Mm-hmm. It's it don't cost me nothing. In fact, sometimes it's a pain in the butt. Um, so if I can do that, then I'm more than happy to. Um, that's kind of what I do. Why I do what I that's do. That's what I do. I get my haircut. No, I mean, kind of why, you know, you know we what? do what we do at Green Faith. No, and, no, you, and guys you guys are always giving. You guys are always giving. We know that. Because in the end, getting shafted, getting we shafted. are all we got. We're all one race, human. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we start recognizing that and, and realizing the corporations and the government are not necessarily our friends um, and looking out for our neighbors more, maybe we won't have um, – I was – Thoroughly impressed with what happened down in Houston with everybody, the outpouring. Um, it, it actually stopped this racial divide, if you will, that's been going on in the country. Hmm. No, it's going to be a, a lot of months and, you know, years in some areas, months in some areas, weeks in some. Well, I moved out here from Joplin, so I, so I experienced that tornado. So I know about <coughs> disaster and rebuilding, but nothing obviously like Houston. So it's going to be a you know long recovery, but it is definitely uh, bonding in a lot of ways. But it's also getting crazy too. There's people looting. Right? It's, oh. like, it's already going down. You know what I mean? There's already like you know, okay, now we're cool for five days, but all of a sudden, I believe I believe those kind of those kind of things, these kind of things, <coughs> it brings out the the worst in people more than it brings. But it also brings out the best. You know, you see people. Yeah. Going across racial lines, financial lines, doesn't matter. We're mm-hmm. going to go help those people. Yeah. Um, so there's the, that looting thing and that, 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 that threat. But it just, these kind, of play, these kind of events always bring out the worst in people. Right. You know. Well, they do. And, and, you know, they're, I mean, it's crazy because it's never, you know, definitely not out of the woods yet as far as results. The next couple of days, of oh, still man. everything's moving. In There's still, the water's out. still receding. Yeah. So they don't even know the dead count yet because they went in there. So I, oh, I, just, oh, I know. I'm expecting already higher numbers. I'm like already like, ooh, 29 is a lot of like good right out of the gate. It's usually out of the gate, like six people. or seven, maybe. You know it's what I mean? 29 already. Oh, was it before? Like yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So. yeah, it's up higher than that. I read this morning that it's higher than that, that number. Yeah, it's definitely going to be one of those ones where there's a lot of... Because you've got to think, like, those videos... When I saw the thing with the elderly people after their thing... Oh, like, man. Are you kidding me right And now? the sad like, part about it is they kept trying to say, that's fake. Yeah. And, uh, no, old people resign themselves to their situation. That's why, you know, there was nothing they could do. Yeah. So they just sat there and did whatever they were doing before. Yeah. Uh, there was no reason to get upset or freak out. I mean, you know, when you get up to a certain age, nothing really, you know, gets you excited. It was weird. Much. It was a weird image. It was one but, of those, like, I was like, that was weird. Now, that was weird. Yeah. But now, in general, the whole, the whole situation sucks for sure. And instantly, it's already, like, man-made things. And there's this and there's harp. And there's well, I mean, you like, know, I've, un- I've uncovered some evidence. but I've seen some stuff where I've been like, oh, my God, is this really going to be like, oh, my this this could get weird, but well, uh, you know, until until I know for facts, I don't. You can't talk really talk about. about it too yeah, much. you can't really talk about that until that until everybody's in their own safe zone. And then you're exactly. Like, right, now it's time once to get all the suffering's crazy. done, then we can start pointing fingers. Once and we get people safe and get crazy. them fed and get them dry. Well, it is it one is. thing I'll tell everybody: um, if you're going to send anything down, make sure you send in a bag a pack of socks because dry feet is 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 a commodity down there. You know, so always right, not bad advice. 
Well, you know, I experienced that like in Joplin with the tornado. People wouldn't have shoes. They would, you know, so you could at least put some socks on them until we could get them shoes. But, you know, the dry feet because of the flooding and everything, you know, the viruses, the nasty stuff that can come onto the feet. It's really nice if they could get some, like, athlete foot spray and some clean socks, dry Boom. socks. Rev P. You know, athlete's um, foot spray. Everybody wants Hemp. to send water and things like Need that. Hemp. Toothbrushes. There's probably 10 million people sending toothbrushes. Not saying there's not a need for it, but let's look at what people really need. Warm clothes, um, dry socks, boots, um, shoes. You know, let's, let's think common sense. Let's think of people, things that they're going to definitely use instead of sending a big mess. I was going to send them thousands and thousands of fucking pom-pom hats. <laughs> like, I'll do hey. great. We're working hot as fuck. We got pom-pom hats. Right. Well, I saw the other day a company out yeah. of Michigan, and it's funny. I'm from Michigan. It's, they sent them kayaks. I was like, 200 kayaks went to, you know, relief and i'm like isn't it a little late and would you would you really jump in a kayak and and ride to go you know to go save people well they did they were doing it i mean that's what i was tripping on they're like the guy saved a bunch of people on the kayak i was like damn that's pretty hard to like Uh, i guess they could just hang on i guess just hang on and what's the percentage of people that actually kayak and are proficient in it by themselves much less get passengers yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I think probably it, a very small percentage. Two hundred and ninety-seven thousand people <laughs> I mean, you know, registered, registered it. kayak. It's, it's got to be a small percentage, especially down in Houston. Okay, but and and, and what you see is they they do it for a tax write-off. No. They do it for a tax write-off. They're sending two hundred canoes or kayaks. They're not even canoes. They're kayaks. Um, send some food, send some socks, and stop with the canoes. Yeah, let's let's stop with the frivolous canoes. stuff yeah, or the foo foo stuff. Let's get them real stuff that they can use down there, folks. All right, we got it. We got it. Thank you, Rev. You got it on your. Thank seat. you for that's, letting why me. Him, that's why he's a Rev. You know, whenever you're ready, you go, man. Stop. Feels like just fit in the role, dude. Feed the poor. Well, no, we try not to get too political. Where there's a verifiable need, it's okay. It's okay. We, I, we can I talk. Step up we can talk about it. But now this show is going to be All like right. forever and ever no, talking about something that hopefully is going to only last for let's say another couple months. Let's say let's hope. But America's so fucked right now yeah. because they don't let people like Trog in that <laughs> they're going to fucking feel the feel well. The we'd wrath, be more happy to have the benefit if they let him in. If, uh, yeah, I know if they let him in, I don't think, I don't think this hurt. I don't think this thing would have hit. I think it would have been. Yeah, it, that's why it hit <laughs> so, because they won't let him in. I'm pretty sure. So fuck you guys for not letting in Trog because he was just trying to say to everybody, "Hey, there's going to be a big storm. You guys might want to fucking buy some art and fucking get the fuck out of here." That is a way badass ad for one of your guys' shows. That thing's clean. I like it. Yeah. So that'll be the next yeah. show coming up. Uh, on the 14th, right? Is that it's gonna, well, the art's going to be hung the 14th. We're going to open on the 15th. Okay, and then it's going to go to like the 12th actual, but the art's going to still hang up. Yeah, it'll stay up for a bit, whatever. I mean, And then good. we're going to change it out eventually and do another exhibition with yep. the other half of the... What the hell is wow. going on over there? dropping stuff. Not even. Yay. Exploding drinks. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. Ooh. 
So, I, all right, so we're going to round up the show because we're, like, I think, close to our three-hour thing. But we're going to be, yeah, so definitely everybody. Thank you all for having in, me. Let me on. Of course. So if you're in Denver next uh, in two weeks, it's going to be the next. It's not, it's not this next Friday, but the Friday after that. And the uh, show's going to go on for about a month, but then, like, we're going to leave some. We'll probably leave it up for a bit longer because that's just the way we are. Because we don't want to change. Cause next after that is going to be a haunted house, though, so it's going to be, like, cray-cray around here. And, of course, Trog, Haunted House, good entranceway. It'll be the entranceway to the Haunted House will be the Trog show at that point. So, Right on. Uh, Sounds be, like fun. That'll work. And uh, Halloween's my birthday, so the Haunted House works uh, out really well. Oh, there. It's all yeah, Basically, everyone dresses up for your birthday, so that's... Right, and I come in my birthday suit. No, not really. I just don't dress up. It's a tough... Because that is my a, birthday that's suit. That's a pretty tough, tough competition, though, if I can have your birthday on an actual Halloween. It's like... Well, I don't have to plan a party. Everybody's partying on my birthday. It's true. It's and true. everybody like usually has fun. It's so. like New Year's. It's like New Year's. I don't know if to say that, man. That is true. Everyone's always partying, no matter what you're doing. Always having Wherever party. I go and I say it's my birthday, they change it from a Halloween party. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's past I mean, birthday party. Okay, yeah. thank you. There you go. You know. Yeah. Um, you, you can just, uh, yeah, exactly. That is good. I uh, ain't got to create an atmosphere or an event. It's already created, so. Pretty much, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Um... Any other shout-outs before you go? That's nope. That's see us at Champs and see us here with the smelly clothing. Champs is on the 21st. 20th, 19th through the 21st. 19th through the 21st of this month. So that's all happening in September. It's a big month. Um, big shout-out to my beautiful wife, Cece, who's sitting right there. Cece. And, <laughs> and uh, little Nick, who's upstairs, dying to come down here right now, probably, or not. No? He's okay? Usually he's dying to come down, Get on the mic. Uh, and uh, shout out to Shay for the help with the tech and then the uh, hydration needs. Yeah. yeah, and the floor cleaning. Very good. Hey, you know, Shay. She just spilled enough water. We can just wipe it up now, so it's all good. Um, shout out to my uh, mom down at the farm, Tim, Murray, Andy. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. I think, we, like I said, I'm going to have a GQ's journalist on talking to us about strange stuff that we already know about but it'll be interesting to see who we might have trog on skype as well trog on skype and uh i think we had some other breed oh we have a mean gene coming in from uh aficionado crew kind of unofficionado unofficially nato i don't know how to say it whatever we'll figure it out uh but he mean gene beyond he's got a new uh, line called uh Freeborn Selection is what I believe it's called. So, uh, sounds good. So, we're going to talk to him. And uh, who know, who the fuck knows what else is going to go down. Something, something's going down. It's always a fun time on the Adam Dunn Show. You never actually know. All right, guys. Take care. Peace. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip. To cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.